Hilarious superstar comedian Shang in the uh, house. That's nice of you. Uh, I don't. I don't know about that, but guy yes, who's been, on, been on Heroes, uh, uh, Jamie Foxx show, yeah, Showtime, on, yeah, HBO, yeah, Netflix, yeah, uh, yeah. And you have your own podcast. What's it called? Oh no, I don't have it anymore. I'm not doing it. Anymore. What happened with Monkey in with the Brain? Uh, yeah, no, I stopped doing it about a year ago. Oh, okay, yeah, all right. I stopped doing it about a year ago. I was just focused on trying to get that special done, man. Trying to get that done. And we'll talk about that in a second. Man. Also, my man Andrew Montanez is here. I am yeah. here. Andrew yes. is uh, Andrew's killing it, man. He's 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 now working at uh, for Glory Kickboxing, doing all their undercard fights. That's crazy. Uh, he's. He's 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 a, he's a renaissance man. I don't sleep. He does but, not uh, sleep. Trying to get this MMA thing a little more popular, a little more better. Are you, what are you doing? Better. A little bit more popular. Uh, a little bit better. We got to the right people. Yeah. To the right people. We got Ian Harris coming in, uh, who's a trainer uh, as well as a comedian. Also released a special on yeah. Amazon. Uh, we have Deanna Bennett, uh, former Invicta fighter. I think. Uh, UFC on the Ultimate Fighter House going to be a good show. I want to thank our sponsor, Speedweed. When you find yourself in need. Trust in speedweed.com. They got overnight delivery to over 1,088 cities across California. Find everything with one quick stop flour, edibles, concentrate, topicals, vapes, and more. Right. Sign up and use the code ROASTED for $10 off. Uh, orders over $100 at speedweed.com. Okay. Do you still smoke weed or no? No. Really? When, when, when did you stop? Um, after my surgery. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You almost died. No, I didn't almost die. Didn't you almost die? No, I didn't what, almost what, die. What did you have surgery on? No, I, had, uh, I tore uh, my groin muscle and I had a chipped um, pelvic bone. Oh, wow. Yeah, so I was, yeah, it's pretty. Uh, so then you stopped smoking pot? Well, no, I just, I just said I'm not, you know. Yeah, yeah. You, and I, I mean, I, after that, I ballooned up to like 316 pounds and I'm down to 289 now. Nice. So I'm working on that. But yeah, it was just, it was pretty painful. I didn't realize how, like, uh, I've, I've been a bunch of pain and I've had a bunch of injuries, but that is the worst. Your growing is the worst. Your growing? The growing muscle. Uh, ugh. Could you still bang on it or no? Yeah, now. Okay. But at first, no. Now for like four months, I couldn't. Wow. And yeah, then, and, and that, I know Lazier was frustrated. My your lady. wife was like, "Yeah, she was like, oh God, what? Do you, when?" I said, "Hey, I can't hardly sleep. Damn. I had to sleep with a, yeah." But after the surgery, though, it was it was. Did you guys use toys and stuff to like? Yeah, had, yeah. I just uh, basically I hired a dude. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's so, good. That's because cool. I, I I love her. Right. So I just I figured like that's, that's very it's very nice. Of you, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, I hired a guy. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no. After that, uh, you know, and uh, it was weird. I tore my groin muscle working out, and then. They found the chip, was wondering why my hip was hurting, and they found there was a chipped piece of bone floating in there. Fuck. I was like, what? Damn. So, yeah, so. Uh, was it, was it, it like, a, like a chicken wing, or was it? It was a, <laughs> it was a, I think it was a leg. A leg. Okay, yeah, that's leg. good. That's leg. good. Uh, now, um, uh, so what's going on with me? Uh, so, first of all, I got I to gotta talk about, so I put this thing on Facebook and Instagram and, uh, and uh, Twitter. I actually, um, Enough was enough. So my father, uh, who's been the greatest dad to me, you know, been there my whole life. You know, he back in the '60s and '70s, he managed Alice Cooper. He, him, and this guy Shep Gordon, they were roommates in college. Wow. They moved, they, they moved out to LA, and they were selling 
weed and doing all kinds of stuff back in the day. They had a, they, and they actually met this woman named Cindy who said her, 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 her brother, Neil Smith, is in a band called Alice Cooper. They need a manager. My dad's like, oh, I'll, I'll, I'll do it. Him. Yeah. <laughs> they had no experience. That's right? what your dad was like. So, uh, you know, like, long story short, they took Alice from, like, you know, not being able to fill a free concert, walking a free concert in right. Venice to no one would sign them, to getting signed by Frank Zappa, to, to touring the world, to becoming this huge megastar. So my dad managed them from like 68 to, I don't know, 76, 75, 76, back when they had their biggest album, School's Out, right. Mr. Nice Guy, Billion Dollar Babies, and uh, 18, and you know. That's crazy, elected, I know all of those. Elected, all the, all, the, all the big hits. They had one hit since then, since my dad left in 76, which was uh, a poison, right? right. So... You know, my dad, you know, it was a huge breakup, and, but it was an amicable, it was an amicable breakup. My dad left, sold his share of the management term with Shep, and went on, and, you know, so anyway, uh, since then, you know, Shep's still, uh, Cooper's still been touring. My dad has stories about how Billy Graham was like, oh, I'm never gonna, you, you know, Alice Cooper will never be on our list, and just, he has story after story how they lost a snake in a hotel one time, <laughs> they were in a Hollywood landmark, they lost their snake that was in the bathtub, and then... <laughs> You uh, lose a snake. They just well, they and they, they were going to call it in and be like, "Hey, our like snake is missing, right?" Oh yeah, so, that's the last call you want to make. And then yeah. they said like three months later, Charlie Pride was like taking a dump, and the snake came up, and it was like on the Associated Press. Wow. So he, he has a story after like that. So, all right. So now, Shep, the behind the music of Alice Cooper came out like I don't know ten years ago. Right. Al, my dad wasn't mentioned anywhere. It was all Shep Gordon, Shep Gordon, Shep Gordon. Shep was the manager. Then Shep had this movie called, Su- called Supermensch, right? Yeah. Which Mike Myers produced, this documentary about how, how, how he helped, uh, how he's this mensch, this great guy who helps all the people. Did not mention my dad, right? Right. Nowhere. And then in, in like the book he did, but not the movie, right? Which is like, that was his thing. So then, uh, then it was like, now there's this new movie coming out. Uh, in England uh, about Salvador Dali and Alice Cooper and their relationship and my dad was the one who actually made that thing happen like he he actually set up the meeting with Salvador Dali and Alice Cooper and Dali did this Alice Cooper hologram and they're doing a movie about it and Shep has a part someone playing Shep someone playing Alice my dad's not mentioned anywhere so finally I was like enough was enough because it's my father and also because you can't rewrite history you can't all of a sudden leave people out he was there He, he was your partner there's, you, we have 12 gold records in the house. Like, they have plaques saying, Eat Your Heart Out the Award between Shep and, uh, Shep and my dad. Wow. So I wrote, like a, I wrote an open letter. I said, open letter, explaining everything that happened. I uh, put it on Facebook, put it on Instagram, put it on Twitter. And I haven't got any... A, a lot of people have been responding to it, saying how that's bullshit. Because, right. And people that were there, uh, and like some of the, like... Glenn Buxton, uh, his sister, uh, who, was, who he was in the band, Cindy Dunaway, whose husband is the, is the guitarist. I mean, they're all confirming everything that's true. Right. And uh, so we'll see where that goes. I mean, let me ask you this. What, was, what is his reasoning to, to try to go around history? What is his reasoning? Well, like, Shep's just like, oh, I'm just going to just erase all of this. Basically, and now they change the story to, like, Jimi Hendrix was the one who introduced Shep to Alice. And, like, all this shit that, like... They, didn't they happen. That did not happen. Did not happen. Can he sue him for that? Because that's actually, isn't that? Uh, he talked to him. I mean. No, I not, mean, that sounds like you could sue somebody for that because it's like, no, you didn't do this shit by yourself. I, I would look into suing him. I don't know. It's, a, it's, I just, would, it's no. more hurtful and like legacy and just like. It's hurtful, but after hurt, you go revenge. <laughs> I, I, I personally think if somebody did that shit to me, and I've had shit like that happen to me, I would, 
And I did. I'm like, I go after him because, like, dude, you're not going to erase the fucking work I did. You're just not. And he did do the work. If he did the introductions and he did all the things, it's like, no, you're going to give me. No, credit. even now. Or like, you're going to give me a piece because you're not. And even now, not, people are like, oh, what did your dad do? Oh, my dad, my manager, he used to manage Alice Cooper. Oh, your dad's Chef Gordon? Like, no, no, my dad's Joe Gibber. Oh, I saw a documentary. They didn't mention your dad. They, they, they put a business card at the end of the credits saying, thank you to Joe Greenberg. This wouldn't have, which is almost after the credits roll. They like, yeah. So anyway, that's something I'm dealing with, which is uh, an- annoying. It's not as well. You know, it's not to me. I think it's cool that you did that. I mean, some people be like, whatever, let it go. I wouldn't. Oh, fuck I, that. No, I think that's bullshit. And that's the kind of person that if I would ever see any of his people, I'd want to hit them in their head. Well, I'm just like, you know, I mean, you're it's not my supposed da- to do that. But I mean, I it's just my dad. My dad's super proud of that part. And he's super. And, and every time I had to watch him go watch the behind the music special and get depressed. Like even the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, he went and they thanked him at there. Thank you, Joe. Then when it aired on TV, that was all gone. They edited that out. And now it's a super bench. So I got I to gotta be with my father. Who's, and my dad's not going to say anything. He didn't tell me to write this letter. He told me, well, he, my dad's the kind of guy who doesn't like to, oh, you don't want to burn bridges. I'm like, no, fuck that. Enough is enough. Yeah, but I mean, I, the first time I would be like, okay, maybe you just slipped. But by the fourth thing. Yeah. Like the fourth one, I would be like, dad, we, I think we should go at these people. I'm just and, like, and, fuck it. And the thing is, if he, with all the introductions, like, you wouldn't be possible without my help. So for you to act like you just did it by yourself, now I got to go at you. And yeah. and if I see you, I'm pushing you down some steps. <laughs> so, no, but you're not supposed to put peace. Don't do that to me. Andrew, what would you do? Uh, that's a tough situation. Yeah, no? I, I would try to probably get the truth out. I think uh, I think in honor of your dad and stuff, it's just the, probably the right thing to do. Uh, yeah. I, I, I read the post last night before bed, and I'm like, I saw like open letter, and it was like four swipes on Instagram. Yeah, and I was like, interesting. I'm like, that's a. Oh, fuck that. I didn't even know that about you. Yeah, I just I just hate seeing my dad just like shit on. You know, what's his take on it? Does he care? Yeah, of course he cares. He's like that I, would hurt my feelings to the like, core. He's getting right? like, he's getting written out of history. He's getting written out of history because Alice Cooper's a pretty big freaking name. He was the guy who basically who started he's an icon. He started Shock Rock. Yeah. I mean, it was. My dad was the one who, like, when they had chickens on the stage and they were throwing it to the crowd, Frank Zappa called my dad and said, why are you guys killing chickens? Who's making like, the story? Who, who, who's making the movie or the... Uh, uh, these guys in England are making the movie about it. And, 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 and that's the thing with Dolly. Have you reached out like, to them, though? My dad, that's owns, what I would probably my dad do. owns the Dolly hologram that he made for Alice Cooper. He's one of the owners of it. It's just all this stuff where it's like... Because I, I would probably just reach out to those guys more or less. And but it's, to, but it's, it just keeps happening. It's not like one no, thing. No, it's, if it's it was just, one thing, it's different. But it, like he's saying, if it's four or five things... No, it, it's time to be like, fuck that. At least, yeah. The, like, if anybody did that to my dad, or even a person I knew that I loved, they got to get it. They, and all I'm doing is telling the truth. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's not like, like you're calling them names. You're saying, listen, you're... And, and the guy and the guys makes a documentary called Supermensch, about how he's a mensch. What kind of fucking mensch leaves out your partner? That's not a mensch. It's a dick move. A cheap thing to do. It's a terrible thing to do. And, and, and the younger generation aren't going to... They, don't, they weren't there. They don't know it. We're talking about in the so, 60s like, and 70s. Like you said, they'll think the documentary is what it is, even though the documentary is bullshit. Complete bullshit. Uh, and to me, like, well, I, I'm not saying it because I, I, you know, I've met and known his dad. And it's just that would hurt me to my core, even if it wasn't me. Like, yeah. I, like I, I'm mad now. So, and my, my dad confronted Shep about it, but Doc, he's like, oh, well, Mike Myers produced it. It was all, Mike Myers wanted it to be about him. Well, Mike Myers wasn't there. 
you got to you got to tell yeah. the truth. You got to tell Mike Myers. You're the one that's but if anything, Your dad he should tell, contact with Shep. And stuff. Yeah, yeah. He should tell Shep. Listen, fuck Mike Myers. Do the right thing. Make put the real but story. You know what? Out I've there. seen them do movies where they've left people out and they went back and did another movie pertaining to the other partner. Yeah, there was a couple different things where they're like, no, and they actually started off the part of history that wasn't told, and that's what they should do. Yeah, because I, you know, th- because his side of it should be told. And you know what the thing was is that my dad's story is actually more interesting. My dad and him, two guys, sold weed, ended up getting arrested, all kinds of stuff, raised money. Like that's an interesting. Like this whole Jimi Hendrix, and that's all just fabricated. Like, well, they that's hype. That, but that's that's not how it happened. Like the right. actual story. It's like you ever see one of those like paintings where they have like Marilyn Monroe and James Jean and Sinatra and they're all like but they're not really together yeah. I'm always like that's not show me the painting of like when Marilyn Monroe was really there yeah. or, or show me the James Dean photo I don't want to see like all these Looney Tune pictures yeah, and force bullshit I think your dad can is gonna have to maybe write something from his side of it, he he actually did, but it was so there was so it was so much profanity and stuff. I was like, <laughs> I was like, Dad, do not post this because this, you look <laughs> no, like a, you look but like I, a, a madman here. Yeah, but no, I mean, write something and to go do a documentary from his side. Yeah, because if you're going to show the other side, and then show the real side. And, but the thing was, it wasn't even like. It just excluded him. It wasn't even like that's what I'm saying. It him versus be, him. It was like this is what happened. This is the truth. It, like him going to the rock and roll hall of uh, rock and roll, you know, hall of fame and hall the of fame, and them not. All of that should be told. Absolutely. And so even if you have to shoot a documentary, like yourself. Yeah. I mean, I know a lot of people who have done stuff, and um, there was a guy that helped James Cameron, and James Cameron excluded him. And then he shot the documentary. James Cameron saw it and went, "Oh, I'm sorry." And then reshot it after he made it look so bad. It made him look so bad, and he knew this was true because the guy that uh, helped him—I forget his name—and I'm sorry, I'm forgetting his name. He showed photos, pictures, all the shit they were doing. He had video of them actually doing the shit that he was excluded from. Right. So I think that's helped him. And then Cameron actually found his heart. Like what? Years later, which is bullshit, but yeah, that's what he did. So I mean, it's just hurtful when you like your roommate in college and your best friend that you came out with, and you right. guys did all this stuff together. And look, Shep managed Alice up until now. Like he's still the manager, but but that wasn't when the big hits were. When out. Alice was, was Alice Cooper, that wasn't like, when you had the twelve right. gold records. That, and that, if you want to say, here's what happened. Here's my partner. Then. Here's what happened afterwards. Just tell the fucking truth. Right. Anyway, so uh, speaking of the truth, yesterday I t- took my middle school kids to the high school over vacation to wrestle with the high school team because uh, they have to open up the gym. It's a whole thing. I'm like, all right, right. we'll go to high school practice. But they'll wrestle with each other, not high school kids. But there's Pally High School has this one kid who's like, I think, 185, 190, who's like ranked eighth. What? In, ranked eighth in, the, in like the state, right? So he's wrestling. I'm like, all right, you know what? Let me, let me see how, how I do against this kid, right? But, you know, in your mind, I forget that I'm 40. <laughs> I, I haven't wrestled in five years since, right. since my knee surgery. But I'm like, ah, oh, fuck it. Let's, let's, let's go. So we go the first time. I go on top. And I actually put it in a cradle. Almost had like a suicide cradle on him. And he's like, I'm going to get you back. Then I'm like, I'm feeling kind of good. Because I'm like, like, oh, you're like, wait a minute. I still I, got it. I, can still, I still got it. Then this kid that I used to coach in sixth and seventh grade, who's now a junior, who's like 140, all muscle, was like, let's go, me and you. Fucker took me down. This is my kid that I coached. <laughs> like, and I'm like, I taught you the, like, how to wrestle. This is definitely like the, where, the, where Miyagi gets his ass kicked. By Daniel's son. I was yeah, like, it's like wait a minute, dude. I showed you that shit. I, could, I was like, oh, I was like, 
I was like, all right, it's over. It's, I, 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 he just took me down, but I was like, I'm like, I got 35 pounds in this kid. Like, but he's but, doing, he's going every day for the past. But six yeah, years. so you got to think it's different. You're when you get older, you know that. When I haven't done it five, but I'm like, all right, you know what? I'm like, we're going again. I'm like, all right. So we went again, and I just took him down and put him on his back, and it was it was over. And like, and then he. But got did that mad. make you feel better? Like, where you go, yeah, I had to show you what's up, you little bitch. If I didn't have thirty five pounds on him, I probably would. <laughs> really. <laughs> I mean, it definitely made me feel like okay, I'm not. Yeah, of course they would feel better. You're one hundred percent. But of course, I'm all bright red. Like I got like matte marks over here. I went without a headgear, so my cauliflower ear that I had surgery on in nineteen is like f- inflamed up, and my kids are like. Coach, what happened to your face? I'm like, uh, uh, shut up, kid. Yeah. Like, like, but do you have the younger kids go against the older kids sometimes to but, just so they'll get better? Uh, sometimes that makes them better, even though when they get their ass kicked. Does that make we, sense? We, sometimes saying? we do. We definitely do have that, you know. And but then of course you could ruin a kid's confidence if he's getting beaten up by a sixth grader and he's in high school. Uh, but he got doesn't he? Don't, but if he's a sixth grader. You know, he got to know I'm a sixth grader. Maybe I'm not where I need to be. You know what I'm saying? The, the kid that gets, like, if he beats the high school kid. I've had that happen. That's where good, my, my that, seventh, But I think that's good for them. My seventh grader took down a freshman. But I'm saying for the freshman, he's like, oh, shit, I'm, I'm getting beat up by a seventh grader. It's not well, really. No, I don't he, think he's it's got, that He's got to put the I, work in and, you know, yeah, yeah, put that the work happens. In. I got to say this. and I, I was at my house watching him uh, train these kids. Uh, Adam's the real deal. Like, he really... I don't know. You connect with them. I, I would be. I would probably not. I'd be horrible. It's hard. I'd, I'd probably hurt one of them for sure. No, I mean, I coaching wrestling is like coaching hey, middle school. Is super. I used to coach high school and coaching wrestling. Coaching middle school is super tough. Like, it's super tough because, because you're like the first. Like you got to teach them all the basics. Like they're not coming in with like. You know, maybe some but they have, have youth and younger. strength, though. Uh, well, the thing is, you, their ADHD is off the charts. So you have to kind of make it fun yeah, for them, and, and you can't and burn them out. So you got to somehow play a game. I got to teach them a new move at the end of practice, a brand new move. Like yeah. That way, you, they have to drill the old stuff. But but they get but, the, the new move makes them more it interested. It gets them more exciting. Yeah. But you also, you're, you just realize, like, okay, I'm not going to take the, I'm not going to yell. I'm not going to scream. Right. I'm just going to make you guys do sprawls. So if I have to raise my voice again, 50 sprawls. And then you make them do like a hundred sprawls once, and they they won't do it again. Right. And, and after that, they go, I get it. Yeah, but there's still like that. A lot of times, it's just who they partner with. You get two kids that like are just they're right. gonna mess around the whole time, so you have to take them away from each other. And then sometimes you get a kid that's off the charts, like bad. I've had that where it's like he's. Well, got, what do you do with that? What do you do? You, do you, it's, it's hard. I mean, you know, because you want. I, I couldn't do it. It's, I, it is hard. I it, I I, I, you're, I give you props because I'll tell you right now. I'm like, hey man, well, let's me and you go a little bit, and then I'd hurt. No, him no, bit. definitely not that. The hardest. <laughs> okay, no one do that. Parents are like, fuck you. Why would you do that? The hardest thing to coach is when you have a kid that's good at wrestling with a right. bad attitude, right? Because he, the kids look up to him, and oh. if he has a bad attitude, it's going to infect the whole team. So that's the hard part. When a kid, but, but he's, but what if he's really good though? Well, I'm saying when a kid sucks and he's got a bad attitude, the kids are like, oh, that guy sucks. When he's really good. And he's gonna be. That's the hardest. Yeah, I, I, I don't uh, know how you do it. Uh, I, you know, you just, you just, you know, wrestling. It's a lot easier than coaching, teaching math or science or history. Yeah. You know, at least you're teaching them. But I got a really good squad this year. This year I got a good. You team. got a good squad. Yeah. But I watched. We watched like maybe like two clips of you, and and then the kid that just won. Oh yeah. And uh, Ahmad. Yeah, I, I was like really, but I just said he looks so slow, and it was <laughs> a friend of mine. We're watching it. I mean. Keith are watching it going, he looks slow though. 
Oh, the kids from Russia. Russians is they have. We a were talking about that earlier. They have yeah. a different. It's a different mentality. They're just. They're just tougher. Kids from third world countries are usually just tougher than American kids. I hate to say it. I mean, it's not. Is that why you think Brazilian? It's not. It's not always the case. But when you come from like, you it's know, Eastern Europe. Yeah. And wrestling's like the national sport, and nice. you just. It's just a different mentality. It's their football. It's their football, but it's also their like football, basketball, and their parents did it, and like grandma wrestled, grandma wrestled, grandpa <laughs> wrestled. It's just it's a different it's a different thing. It's like my friend had a joke about that. My friend John Roy, he said, you know, you get these Eastern European basketball players, you can't talk shit to them. Like you'll be like, yo, man, what you got? I'm from the hood. You guys like. My entire family was blown up, and <laughs> they murdered everyone there. Like, what are you going to say to that guy? How are you going to intimidate that guy? Yeah. So speaking of fighting, uh, we got to talk about what happened over the weekend. Robbie Lawler. Oh, my goodness. Versus I don't want to talk about it. Don't make me cry. I, you know what? I picked Lawler to win this fight. I, was I dead, did, too. I was dead wrong. Uh, I thought he'd be too big for Dos Anjos. But also, Lawler looked good against Cerrone. But with Cerrone, almost you wonder... What Cerrone had left when he fought him. But Cerrone's been through too many wars. Another guy. I think that he he was already. But this is the best Dos Anjos we've seen in years. Uh, by, by far. And now it's. And Bubba Jenkins walked out uh, Dos Anjos. So I was proud of Bubba. So now the question is should Dos Anjos fight Tyron Woodley next or should Colby Covington fight him next? No, he should fight Tyron Woodley. Uh, no, Dos Anjos or Colby? Yes, Dos Anjos. But Colby's ranked number three. Nope. Nope. He just beat Damian Maya. They have a huge nope. feud. You know it's going to sell tickets. Still. You got to, you got to, and Dos Anjos, he didn't, I mean, he you're, lost to you're, Tony. You're just pulling for your boy. He lost to Tony Ferguson. Yeah, he is pulling. Did you see he's him just, pulling, he's pulling, he's pulling out. Too, no, yeah. I'm just saying. You know what, he bought me, one time he bought me some, uh, he, he, comes uh, on the show. he, he is a friend of mine. He bought me a soda. He is a friend uh, of mine. He bought me a soda once. No, but no. Colby's, you are so wrong on this shit. And I don't care who watches it, you can get mad. I mean, he should get the next shot at, for the belt, period, the end. So, he, he went, the way he, the things he did to Lawler, I think he is. Yeah, but Woodley knocked out Lawler in one minute. That's true. I, I mean, so, so. No, yeah, but I mean, but yeah, I mean. That, so we're talking about a guy who got knocked out one minute by Tyron Woodley. I'll, you know. Whereas, but I think it would be a totally different Kobe fight with Woodley. Beat, beat, of course it would be. Kobe, Kobe beat Maya. That's, it, but that's his only top ten win. He has what, no. What was, what was Kim Rank when he beat him? He was number Probably. nine or eight or he was eight. Don Kim or something. Yeah, but yeah, you're right. That's a he's, not fa- he's not facing any contenders. RDA just beat a former champion. He he's got he's some beat, pretty no, big two. wins. He beat got- two. So no, I still think that who who's the second? No, it's, it's definitely two because I just who watched. Else did he I don't think he does. Is, you no, he top, was the champion. He but was, then he, was the champion. Yeah, they lost Eddie Alvarez and, um, then, and then he lost to Tony Ferguson. You said he, a top guy. Uh, what's no. his name? He beat uh, Neil Magny. Well, I mean, you, you could kind of consider uh, Safadine a former champion, I guess. If no, you, if you, if, no, if you count Strikeforce. Yeah, but what, yeah, but that was what seven years ago, eight years ago. Well, yeah, I, mean, I, I wouldn't do that, but I'm, I'm saying if, he, if he's saying beat a former champion, yes, right. Safadine was a former champion. Um, but Law, that Law is a pretty big win. Neil Magny is a pretty big win. The, yeah, I mean, it's very, it's a very debatable thing. I mean, look, if we're gonna go by the new UFC, 
which seems to now all of a sudden put Bisbing versus GSP. That and, was and, hilarious. And, and Gastelum yeah. versus whatever. And we're just going to start throwing fights together. Then the fight that I think people would be more excited about would be Colby Covington versus Tyron Woodley. Nate be- Diaz, Tyron's the one people would actually be excited about. Right. But Nate Diaz wants too much. The- Nate wants $15 Diaz million. Diaz versus whoever. Diaz Wait versus a minute. anybody. Diaz However, whoever, although, yeah. although I do think maybe you're right. Maybe, maybe the hardcore fans would probably want to see R- RDA versus... Uh, it's, a it's a good style match. He, he, he presents a lot of uh, you know, advantage. He, a lot of challenges for Tyron. He could, uh, but he could defend what, the takedown. No, no, he could Tyron's take down wrestling Tyron. is bananas. His, his, his wrestling's RDA bananas. RDA can wrestle, though. No, I'm saying, but no, I, I think the level of, and also his hands, just hands-wise. He looked amazing. RDA looked the best he, he has looked. He looked great. But his, it, the reason he won that fight, and people, we were debating on Twitter on this, the reason he won that fight were the leg kicks. Oh, yeah. He was smoking him on the leg kicks. And I mean, he didn't check not one leg kick. It was and you it, saw it, him. You saw was, his leg. This like, was definitely the worst Robbie Lawler we've seen, obviously since the Woodley fight. This is the worst yeah. we've seen him in the last probably ten fights. Uh, by the way, Ian Harris just joined us. Ian Harris, yeah, I mean, a very there. funny comedian slash slash MMA <laughs> slash slash no. MMA coach What's slash happening? whatever. Uh, yeah, yeah, but well, okay, so now, we're now debating the, about it. We're Jump debating into it. whether or not. Colby Covington no. or Rafael Dos Anjos should fight Tyron Woodley next. Dos Anjos. I said Dos Anjos because I, 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 he looked so good in that fight. I think that just the energy coming off of that going right into it. Yeah, but a, you can't always do it by one fight. Not No, you can't go by one he fight. Good but he's, he's been looking good. He's been looking good at this weight. I mean, well, com- what's compared. the case for Colby? Colby, what face for Colby is... Because he's friends, he no, likes Colby. No, because I'm the podcast. No, no, he came to my comedy show. No, they, they, uh, he came to my comedy show. He, he, he's he, a supporter. He, he gave me a really good hand job. No, 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 the case for Colby... Until Col- the boomerang came for yeah, him. The boomerang. Until the boomerang The case for Colby is he beat Damian Maya, and right. I mean, he shut him out. He won five rounds or nothing against Damian Maya. Right. Uh, he's only had one loss, okay, versus Dos Anjos, like, what, seven or seven losses? Five or six losses? And... Also, the 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 feud, like the fact that he's going to talk so much shit, right. and he's going to sell the fight, and it's going to be a sort of a good versus evil thing. They used to train together. Uh, Colby said he beat him in training. A, but so you're saying because of the story of it? But then again, no. But I'm talking Dos Anjos about is that good of a fighter where he also people would want to see Dos people Anjos. would want to see him, be, and he's got a huge fan base too. He and does. there's a lot of people want to see it. And right now, Tyron Woodley's he talks shit about him. He said he's that with a certain shoulder anyway, right? Oh, Tyron? Yeah. But but no, but he's still he, he'll So who he'll do you ready. think should get that? Or should can, can't they fight each other? Yeah, I think they're that, that, that's, right, yeah. that's what they should do. Yeah. I want to see, because then you can talk talk shit about What sucks is that Wonderboy is the number two guy, and Wonderboy is being totally overlooked right now because uh, or number one guy now because his fights with Woodley were so bad. The second one at least. First second one was, one was bad. The first, yeah, the first one wasn't great either though. Yeah. It was, you know. So should it be Wonderboy versus Colby? They seem too tentative. I felt RDA like they should have opened Boy. it up yeah. on each other more. Yeah, absolutely. They were both both too tentative. I I don't know. I, I kind of would like to see the although like anything, then you got that eliminator fight always, always, always. But I wouldn't mind seeing Dos Anjos versus Colby first. Just yeah. how much shit he oh, talks about Brazilians. What? But then, so he, yeah, so you don't think he yeah, should get it? Oh, yeah. No, no, you don't think he should get and a shot? Everybody boomerangs. Just because of his history, just because he is was a champion, you don't think he should get a shot at a champion? Well, it depends. At, if Tyron's hurt, then Tyron's hurt. Then this whole. But but I mean, by the time they set the fight up, he'll be ready to go. Uh, do you, so should RDA or Colby fight? Now, I 
I don't know. I mean, that would be a good. But, it would but be good. A lot of people hate Colby right. to the point where they don't want to see him get the title shot. So, right. the, but you, but you can't go with that either way. You can't hate someone's personality. But you and can't say, say you know a lot of people hate McGregor, and they a lot of people love him, but a lot I, of people I, hate him. I think RDA has done a lot more to deserve it at this point. If if there was a if there was a Neil but he beat Robbie Lawler who lost to Woodley in one minute, but <laughs> and he beat Neil Magny who's on a four fight losing streak. Yeah, but even yeah, when Lawler, I, I, Lawler when he lost, well, yeah, that was a fucking devastating knockout. But when he lost, I still thought if they fought again, I don't think he'd fight that way. Of course, but. Yeah, that was yeah, that was a brutal. all right. So he, another fight he brutalized that motherfucker. Another boy. fight that happened over the weekend: uh, Mike Perry uh, versus Ponzinibbio. He talked so much shit and got his ass kicked. He didn't get his ass kicked. He, get the fuck out! of he here. He won the first round. He won the first round, and that the was second it. round. He was winning, and then he lost the second half of the second round. So he lost. Uh, and the he lost round. the third round. Uh, he yeah. lost the second round. You know what? Listen, Mike Perry. I've not been a fan of Mike Perry's antics, the way he treated Allen, the way he treated Ellenberger, his whole thing, his whole—I don't know what's going on with him—the eyebrow tattoo. Okay, I'm not the biggest fan of him. However, I like the way he fights, and I gotta say, he impressed me in this fight because oh, Pons- oh my god, Ponzinibbio. It was a close enough I knew fight. This shit was gonna go like <laughs> this today. It was a close enough fight, no, and Ponzinibbio, who blew out Gunnar Nelson. I mean, Mike Perry was not ranked. And I don't. I, I think his stock actually goes up. Perry got uh, if he didn't have that overhand left bullshit. He was getting housed the last round. He was getting housed. He was getting housed the second half of the second round. He was getting housed. It wasn't he wasn't getting, getting housed. He was winning he was that last round. Like I called the spinning no, back No, he wasn't. No, he wasn't. Yes, he no, was. He wasn't winning. No, he wasn't. Andrew dude. was he winning until he got called spinning back fist? Mike Perry. The third, uh, even the Perry was getting. Yeah. It. That was close. It was close. It was close. It was a close fight. Yeah, it wasn't. No, there was no. You gotta give. You gotta give it to both those guys just for the straight up toughness, if nothing else. Oh yeah. I yeah. mean, just the fact that that guys like that can take those shots and get up and keep fighting and like. But that's. But he, I mean, that's well, kind of. Damn. Yeah. There you go. But but Perry, there was a couple times where he rocked Perry. Yeah, but Perry, no, but Perry yeah. rocked him. He had him running. He rocked him, no, no. He had him he, in running the first away. Round, in the first round, he rocked him. That was a the razor first round was crazy. In the first round, he rocked him, but then after that, he adjusted. After he adjusted, he started fucking teeing off on him. And then, and especially the second half. Uh, the second half of the second round, tell the truth, he <laughs> turned it completely around. The second he did. And yeah. Perry started looking I, I agree with it. He did, was and I like Perry. I like the way he talks shit. I know you don't like that. I think he's hilarious. I like the way he talks shit, and that sells fights, but, man, he talked a lot of shit. And got his ass kicked. No, he did not get his ass. He kicked. got his ass kicked. Ah. Adam is what I. I thought the fight was razor thin. Yeah, I, 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 I thought, thought it was, it was close. very close. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know what fights you guys were watching, but I'm gonna tell you that second that second half of the second <laughs> round. I think I, was I like, don't know. Perry I think you should start smoking pot again. It. I think I think I think the non heat yeah, is affecting your brain. Okay, I got to start smoking. <laughs> you got, uh, it'll make you a little sharper. He's like, if, make it a little sharper. By yeah, the way, before we so, wait, hold up, but before we right just uh, just put put that off there. So you're telling me the second round, the second half of the second round, he wasn't getting housed. He was winning the first half of the second the round. The first half. So he won half the round. And then he lost the second half, which is usually the way the judges go on momentum. They go on momentum. So, which, if, you, if you're on top at the end of a round and you, you, you've got control, and if you're doing any kind of ground and pound and the other person is not, you win that if round. Mike Perry doesn't, if if Perry does not out. get caught with that sprinting back fist that's not, round, Emma, that's not how judge, fights are judged, though. That, that's a... Uh, Yes, they're not judged that way. Are you crazy? Not that's how they are judged. They shouldn't be judged that way. The, 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 the way the rules that are, that's not. Uh, you're gonna tell me they're not judged by that? that well, who's you, who's on top at the end of a round? I, I think if, it has a big significance. Control, no, if you have control, 
It depends. Look, if you if you lose four and a half minutes of a round and the guy gets a takedown at the end, it's the guy who the guy who won the four and a half minutes is going to win the round. Well, he, nowadays uh, he should. Too long ago, they he would should. just give like whatever. A guy got a takedown. How much? Two seconds left. Well, yeah, he well wins, only like, against your fighters. Yeah, that, 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 <laughs> that is true. That is true. By, by the way, so I have, before, I've been before we, we get to Deanna robbers. Bennett, uh, I got to talk to Ian Harris. By the way, who is a great great trainer. Uh, kind of a hard luck trainer. Uh, he every time there's a split decision, you never get. Have you ever won a split decision as a trainer? Uh, I, I won one recently, actually. Yeah, and I was blown away because I didn't think we were going to get it. You've had more luck with Netflix. Than yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. But no, it, it, it is it is weird. Like I've had uh, we, we've had. Um, I mean, we have. I have a really good winning. Our team has a really high winning percentage. But every time it goes to decision and it's close, it, it's got to be ninety percent. I saw a lose. couple of them. It's I was crazy. there, and, I, and I'm not just saying I was actually there for, I think right. for the combate one. Or, oh yeah, yeah. Where I'm like, like how, do, how does so, that even go? How was that even split? Yeah. It's like sometimes. I'm so just do saying. you yeah. do you feel like they are after a while <laughs> after like. Time after time after time, you think, ah, oh, it's fucked. They're after me. No, you know, it's funny because I'm friends with all the judges. I almost think it's the other way around. Like, that they judge me extra harshly because they don't want to be, oh, I like that guy. He's uh, cool. Oh, we're cool. And I don't want them to think it's some kind of collusion. Yeah. 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 yeah, I think that's part of it. And I think sometimes judges just, I think angles change things because I know people that are great judges. They know what they're doing. Um, like, I know one judge, he's a really good grappler. Right. And, and I swear, I mean, I've had conversations with him too where it's like, he, he basically says, you know, I don't really consider positional dominance dominance. Oh God! I mean, in a sense, I mean, he doesn't say that exactly, that's, that's, but 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 no. But, but, he, but here's the deal. And, and actually, Terion was the one that pointed out to me. He goes, he goes, but think about it. This guy's a great grappler. You get on his back, and you're not really threatening. He's not. He's not worried. So he looks at that guy, and he goes, eh, yeah, he's on his back, but eh, he gets hit. He's a he's not a, a striker. So getting hit to him makes him kind of go, ooh, wow, that guy really got clipped by something. So so in his mind, that's closer to ending the fight. Then four minutes on someone's back, because, I, you know, because I from, from I a high level grappler, he's like, well, he wasn't really in any danger. I, I, I honestly think that more fighters need to be like like Frank Trigg as a as a referee, great. I think more fighters need to be judges right. and they need to be uh, refs. And I understand sometimes you'll actually like like. But you what said, if you're cool with another fighter and you're a judge? Then you shouldn't be a judge. Then you, but a lot of fighters that are cool with each other. Could, I, I, I could honestly say yeah. as a, I, I could be cool with people and honestly say if I'm judging, I still something, judge it. Yeah. I, I, I could I, I fucking hate it it, yeah. it sucks especially if it's my guy I but mean, that might look, sway you though well, when, I was, when I was a little league coach I would just show up to my brother's games right. and, the, and, the, no, and the umpire wouldn't show up so I was like I'm the umpire and I would cheat the fuck for my brother right. <laughs> it was like it was kind of like that's what I it mean was like major, it was like that uh, naked gun thing where he's like <laughs> it really was like that now I gotta talk to you about Terry Onware because that's, right. yeah, that's your, your main guy yeah, yeah, he right fought now. Sean O'Malley right. uh, it was a great fight but Man, okay, here's what happened. This is my opinion. So first round, I got to give it to O'Malley. Uh, yeah, I was close. But very O'Malley unconventional. Sure. O'Malley. Then second round, Ware almost stopped him. Yeah, I, I, was, I thought like, it was over. I thought if Ware had more power, is it a power thing? Or? No. It, so this is the first time, um, and nothing, not taking anything away from, from Sean, because Sean's, a, at first I thought he was kind of a douche, and then at the end he was like a really cool guy. I like, oh, okay, I like this guy. It's all, it's all part right. of his act. But... Um, a couple things. Ha- a couple things happened. Like Terion, if you ever watch him fight, even even we were talking to Joe Soto before the fight. We were, you know, because you get there a week in advance and roll. And, and Soto was like, "This is the calmest dude I've ever fought." Because they fought way back in Tachi Palace, and he was like, "You look across, you're like, is this guy even awake right now? Like he's completely calm." <laughs> yeah, no, because you're just like, because Terion just kind of moves around like this, and you're mm-hmm. like, "All right, well." And so he never gets nervous. There's no jitters. Um, he never. Even the the, the people were saying. He's got an endless gas tank, which is normally the case. And in this fight, he 
the goal was to do what he did in the first minute, the first, the first round, but that was supposed to be at two minutes. Then, then the second, what he did in the second round was what he was supposed to do the, the majority of the first. Right. And then our goal was, by the middle of the second round, take him down, smash him, finish him. Like, that's exactly where we thought it was going to go. We did, beat him up really bad, take him, beat him with the body, take him down, finish him. That's exactly how we thought it was going to go. He was way too flat starting out. You think, you think he was impressed by O'Malley's power? No, he said, he said he, didn't, he, goes, he didn't feel anything. He said so, he didn't, so what do you think? He said he goes, he goes nothing against O'Malley. He said he, just, he goes, I didn't. He goes, he barely got hit. Most of the arms, most things hit him on the what arm. Do you th- the, you think, the but O'Malley has a very awkward style. Was that? Was he said him- he said that it was um, after the fight. He said I feel like because we said why didn't you go to the the whole goal was to go to the body more. He goes even the body he goes he was so elusive he ran so much. He goes that I, I felt like I was out of range and I had. He goes he definitely was better at range control than I thought he was going to be. And he definitely, his timing, he goes, I bit on his fakes too much. He goes, that kind of stuff I no, he normally doesn't do. And he goes, and I fell for a little bit of it. It took me longer to get in my, in, to get in my rhythm. Um, but then after watching the fight later on, he goes, he goes, I was just headhunting. He goes, I don't know. He goes, I didn't go with the body as much as I thought. And we were screaming, like, go to the body, go to the body. I thought you did a great job coaching. Because I, I was listening, you know, I'm listening to you. And you're like, he's breaking, he's breaking. Right. And I'm like, man, when, when you said that, Terion's confidence was, uh, and he was. Well, O'Malley actually looked at me like, "What?" And then he looked over at John Crouch like, "Huh?" Uh, <laughs> and and like, he, he actually was breaking at that point in the yeah. second round. Third round, he got three takedowns on Terion. I'm like, yeah. was that shocking to you?" Extremely shocking. First off, um, I mean, he he was talking all this trash about, "Oh, once he gets hit by me, he's going to shoot for a double leg." And in fact, it was the exact opposite, right. which we knew was going to happen because we knew once he got touched up by Terion, he was going to be like, "Oh, this guy strikes better than I thought." He was going to shoot for takedowns. Our goal was definitely to take him down. What happened in the third round, though, something weird again. There was like a whole bunch of weird anomalies in this fight. One, I've never seen Terion get tired, and I've never seen him like get. He said afterward, he goes, "I think I was just so pissed that they were they were just all over this guy's jock." I mean, it was like like the the the, the warm up and the, the preview, like all the, the it was all about it, it, it was like you know Sean O'Malley, the king of the world, Terion Ware, some fucking douchebag is going to fight him. Sean O'Malley's amazing, yeah, yeah, and then yeah. it's like so it, you think that got in his head, and he's like, I think he was like, okay, I'm going to knock this kid's head off. And then when yeah. he saw him in the second round, but he also said he goes, he goes, I've never clinched up, but in the third round, he said I could not even make a fist with my hands. The third round, he goes, something happened with my forearms, and I was so locked up. He goes, I just couldn't. He tried to body lock him. He said he was really, he goes, I don't know if he's so skinny or what, but he was really slippery. I couldn't lock my hands together. All the body, and, and Terion's been like suplexing people. We were doing the Mighty Mouse suplex to armbar in, oh, really? in training. Like he's do, doing it to like 55ers in training. Like, and so we thought, oh, he's just going to, once he, once he beats his kid up, he's just going to pick him up and slam him on his head and, 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 and submit it. him. And he goes, I could not get yeah. any grip on this guy. He goes, and then the third round. Um, you think he was greased? No, I don't. I, I, mean, I don't uh, know. Damn. Uh, right. But um, there was some no. But he said he goes. You know, being being skinny, he goes. He's so elusive. But it's like we look back at it, and Terry would hit him in the hit him with the right, hit him with the left, and then wind up and throw this crazy right, and Sean would duck and run away. And I'm like, if you'd have just thrown a head kick or thrown uh, to the body, you probably would have clipped him. I'll tell you what, though. I mean, he look, was he moves really well. I, I I'll mean, tell you, Terry made a ton of fans that fight. I think that it was. Uh, I, I think that like it was not a loss. I mean, it was it was you know. I mean, Terry yeah. now. I mean, he's now zero two in the UFC, but he's not getting cut after that fight. No, 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 no. And, way. and Shelby said said the same thing. And um, I mean, it, it was cool because we all thought, including O'Malley, we all thought we were getting the bonus. Right. Like O'Malley came up after he's like he goes, "Hey man, thanks for a great fight." Like, he came over like after the fight like ten times. He ran into him in the lobby. Ran into him after the coming into the locker room. Like he was 
way respectful afterward and really cool. And so were his coaches who were kind of kind of mean mugging us a little bit throughout the, the week or we felt that way. And then um, afterward, his, you know, his coach went, man, that was a great fight. And, and they were really cool. And, and, uh, and it was funny because they, they ever kept going, well, at least we get that 50 grand. And then yeah. it didn't come. Everyone was like. Oh, yeah, I can't believe Roxanne, which was a good fight, right? But it was definitely not a better fight than not, Terry not, not that bone. It wasn't a bonus fight. No, and I, but you know what? I, it was one of those I things. Understand I think, that, I think both stocks went up. I do think the UFC probably was pretty happy that like your boy didn't get the upset because they were they are yeah, building. Oh, they were building. They're pushing it. Well, like, it was. It they was choose so, who they push though. And it was so bad. Like my my wife, you should see all the texts. My my wife's like like afterward like like she's like I'm gonna text in between rounds. Like I'm gonna check my text in between rounds. Right. But like when I get back, I got like 20 texts from my wife. She's like she's like. Man, Daniel Cormier did like some shit. Like, does Daniel Cormier owe this kid money? She's sucking this kid's dick. Like, oh, like, like, and the funny you thing see is, the, you see the residual dick, yeah, dick exactly. jizz on Cormier's lips. The funny thing is, twice in the fight, Cormier or I think it was Cormier or whoever, whoever was I forgot who was his his uh, other person was, but twice they 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 said that something I said. The other like when when second round came out and, and Taryn was coming out coming out and I go. I go, all right, T, get your swagger on. And he dropped his hands and started doing this, which is what he does. And then he just started teeing off on O'Malley. And then you hear him go, you hear O'Malley's corner talking about getting his swagger on. Oh, I'm like, O'Malley's corner, hey. That's whatever. It, like, yeah, and then yeah. later on he said something. He's like, you can hear O'Malley's corner. I'm like, that's not O'Malley's corner. Okay, that's, that's you being a comedian wanting credit for your jokes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, that. man, that's my bit. Was, it just was funny, though. I was like, all right, you are all over his jock, and then you can't even give it. So we're going to talk to another girl that was on, the, uh, on that card. Look, people, before I get to Deanna Bennett, I want to tell you guys about FuegoBox.com. Look, everyone's done all the standard gift items, clothes, cologne, a nice bottle of liquor, done, done, done. We've got something different and much better than any of those this holiday season. Do you put hot sauce on everything? I do. I love hot sauce. And if so, it's time to check out FuegoBox, a hot sauce club that delivers boxes of small batch and gourmet hot sauces right to your doorstep. They focus on flavor over heat and always avoid gimmicky selections. Think of it as a hot sauce club for people who love food. To purchase, go to FuegoBox.com and use code GASTRO for $10 off your first box. That's FuegoBox.com, promo code GASTRO for $10 off the best hot sauces you've probably never heard of. So check it out. Um, Deanna Bennett, uh, really, yeah. really good fighter. Um, Kind of hot too, actually. <laughs> like yeah. both, she's both. Yeah, she is not kind of hot. She's hot, hot chick, good fighter. Uh, hello, hello. Is this Deanna Bennett? Yes, it is. You're on the MMA Roasted podcast. How are you doing? I'm fabulous. Thanks for having me. No problem. You're here with uh, Shang Forbes, <laughs> Andrew Montanez. Ian Harris, uh, really four comedians. Uh, so uh, it's it, it's good to ha- it's good to have you on the show. Um, uh, I I really enjoyed you on the Ultimate Fighter this year. I thought I thought you were I didn't know like I I like knew you from Facebook and whatever, but I didn't know how uh, horny you were. Um, you were constantly <laughs> you were constantly giving your your everyone lap dances in the house and rubbing their your their faces in your crotch. I mean, who knew? Uh, <laughs> You were such a fun girl. I mean, is that not how you make friends? I, I thought that's <laughs> that how you is make a good friends. way to make friends. No, you don't. Def- Unless you're a senator, make, it's a good yes. way to make fans. <laughs> Unless you're from Alabama. Yeah, exactly. Uh, no, you, you were very good at, 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 at giving these lap dances. Were you ever a dancer or, or anything? Or? 
Oh, gosh, definitely not. Um, <laughs> I know you saw them on there. They're very uncoordinated, and they were very uh, awkward. And so I don't think I would make a lot of money with that, but... No, I thought they were you great. Know, who knows? The fight doesn't pay off. <laughs> so, guys, if you missed it, so she, people would be sitting on the couches, I know. and she would jump on the couch and rub their faces in her crotch. It was, uh, but, it was outstanding. But outstanding. It made me... Like where you said you don't know a person, and you said it made me like you more. Like, like, oh wow, she's cool. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, that, think, that's what it takes. To be no, cool, no, right? no, it doesn't take somebody she's rubbing their crotch. Cool. My, well, it does you take know? someone rubbing my crotch. But I, yeah, but I'm. With, you didn't think I was cool when I did it to you. Well, yeah, we but that was met? different. That was totally different. All right, because yeah. that was that was different. Balls banging against my face is right. totally different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guys can't do that. Guys, guys can't, can't jump do on couches. But no, it really. Other than being, you know, other than you're fighting, it made me go. Okay, she's cool. There. Yeah, of course, of course. Now, now, do you have a boyfriend or? Or a girlfriend? What are, what are you into? Um, definitely into guys, and I am completely a hundred percent single at this point in time. Nice. So you're a hundred percent single and horny. Good. That's good. That's good. <laughs> I, I know. I do. You, now, do you, <laughs> what do you, the do you, hell? Now, do you train out of New Jersey or? Yeah. Um. Right after the show ended, I hopped in my car, drove from Utah to New Jersey, and uh, kind of stuck here and i love it and so this is my new home nice now what camp are you are you at a frankie eggers camp and uh mark henry yeah yeah training with mark henry and and those guys you know i loved them from the show and they thought that they were done with me after that point in time but i followed them nice nice (laughs) so you have what's your name also on that uh uh caitlin kook again right she's she's out of there yeah yeah, Caitlin, and then Sarge actually from the show. She started training out here too. So, oh, nice. Well, can I can I ask questions? Because sure. I don't get to usually get to ask questions. What was the best and the worst part of that doing that show? Like, because there's got to be parts of it you went, "This is bullshit." Fuck this, and then there's other parts where you went, "This is awesome." Like, I need to know both. <laughs> no, there's so, got to be parts. There got to the, be. Good question. Uh, best part was all I had to do was worry about getting up and training and fighting the entire time. Right. That was great. Um, the only thing that sucked for me was I couldn't see my dog. Um, uh. That was the only thing I didn't like. But besides that, everything else was great. But I guess not being able to leave the house because you're basically in white-collar prison. Like, you're, yeah, you're in a mansion, but you're trapped there and you can't leave. So it's like the Martha Stewart prison <laughs> experience. But no, I, um, yeah, besides no. that, you know, is it was good. Funny you said because I actually read that you have joint custody of your dog. So was that you and your ex boyfriend got a dog together and you guys kind of split it? Yeah, we we got him together, and then when we split up, we do he gets him one week, I get him the next week, and so it's a process. <laughs> now is I that mean, a, the dog's worth it? He's now cute. is that hard seeing him though to kind of. Kind of like, because I know that, that could be annoying, having to go over there and having to have him give you the dog and you have to give him the dog. And <laughs> I mean, we maintain it. It's, it's civil. So oh. it's, we're on good enough terms that we can switch off the dog. We don't do much talking. But besides that, yeah. it's... Yeah, I know exactly how that is. Me and my ex, we had, a, we had joint custody of like cats and dogs. It was, it, was a, it was a whole thing. What's that noise? <laughs> Hello? Are you here? I don't know what that was. I don't, that? Here, no. <laughs> I don't know what that was either. No, was okay, aliens. so also, all right. So, so let's talk about some of the fights. So the fight with Sahara, uh, it was a good, uh, that one fight, that, that head kick was brutal. Uh, yeah. Uh, obviously, you, you, you were there. So you, you're, you're fighting Sahara, everything's going okay. All of a sudden, boom. 
When you wake up, do you know where you are? Oh, no, I had no idea. And it was actually real embarrassing. First time watching the show, I actually watched it with, with her because we were rooming together here in, in Jersey for a little bit. And I had no idea I did that really awkward. It's like the little voice crack. And I was like, guys, production, could you not have cut that out? Oh, like, damn, wow. like I can handle being knocked out, but not the awkward. Like, like <laughs> So the noise is what about Yeah, I had you. no idea that that happened. And so I was just like, oh, OK, that's embarrassing. Um, like I get being knocked out, but I'm like, ooh, yeah, definitely don't talk to somebody after they get knocked out. Like I, I see what. <laughs> Yeah, they mean about that. <laughs> now, now, how long after that, when you got knocked out, like, was it a couple hours you figured out where you were? Was it the next day? Was it? Um, it was. It was later on that day. Like, I came to, and I was just like, "Huh." Well, I remember the fight, and I remember going like, "All right, this is going my way. This is great. Like, loving it. Like, sorry, buddy, you're my friend, but I'm punching you in the face." And then the next thing I know, I, I was in the locker room, and I was like. Oh, um, guys, team, um, wow. what happened? <laughs> that, and then I was like, uh, I'm assuming because I don't remember it. It definitely didn't go my way. So shit. Well, that's no, awful. I, I, hours later, I've, I've been knocked out. And when I got knocked out, I, I saw white light and then I woke up and it, it wasn't hours later, but I was aware of it though. I was like, yo, I got knocked yeah, the fuck depends. out. That's, I, I've had people call me the next day, like after explaining it to them in training like 30 times uh, every 30 minutes. Hey, what just happened? And we explained yeah, to him again the next day. I had a got kid call me up the next day. Hey, what the hell happened yesterday? I'm like, oh my God, go to a hospital, dude. You are, really? yeah, seriously. I mean, this kid got knocked out so bad in training one That's day. That's some serious brain trauma there. Yeah, yeah. He, kept, and he and he would just start crying because he was like, I don't know what happened. Like, he, was, he was a young uh. kid I felt so bad for. Was this your first time ever getting knocked out? Um. In a fight, yes, I was knocked out once before in practice, actually by my ex-boyfriend, um, <laughs> except for he told my coach, she's like, no, 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 she tripped, she tripped. And I was like, yeah, I tripped right into your uppercut. She fell down the she stairs. Wow, wait. So I remember that what? Wait, hold up, hold up. Wait a minute, she tripped? Wait, so you're sparring with your ex-boyfriend, and what's, who's your ex-boyfriend? Is he, do I know him? Uh, no, he's some, he trains in Utah. He was just a local fighter. So you guys are sparring. He uppercuts you, knocks you out. Uh, at that point, are, are you like, do you leave him after that? Or he, he I mean, wh- wh- talk to me. <laughs> Unfortunately, we were still together for a point of time after that. But it was definitely a, a sore spot in the relationship. Like, hey, remember that one time you knocked me out, you jackass? Is that, is that the one you but, share the dog with? Yeah, yeah. That's what I was yeah. Is that, the, is that the, you shared a dog with that guy? Is that the guy? What was that? Is, is, that, that the, is that the one that you have the dog with? That is the one I have the dog uh, with. Yeah. I think you should keep the dog. Yeah, that, that's your dog. That's fair. Uh, now, right? I could use yeah, you that could as one of that, the reasons yeah. why I'm like, hey, you knocked me out. I get to keep the damn dog. <sighs> now, but in your next fight, though, in the Ultimate Fighter finale, you were winning that fight Ooh. against the girl from, hung- hung- from Hungary. You were kicking her ass, actually. You looked amazing. And then that same fucking head kick landed. And I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> I mean, what? Now, are you in your head going, not again? I mean, you got to be going, not again, right? Oh, 100%. It hit me, and obviously I got a little bit of a flash. And I was just like, as I'm falling backwards, it feels like I'm in slow motion. Like, no, for the love of everything, no. <laughs> and so uh, I came up and, like, tried to shoot for a leg. 
but my brain was like rattling around inside. And the one thing I can think of was just like, this is like the number one thing that I worked on for, since I got out of the house was hands up. Don't get kicked. Don't get kicked. And I was like, man, you gotta be, dang it. <laughs> like the one thing I was working on. Yeah. And no, then, I yeah, was definitely like, no, brain, so. I, that's exactly what I was like. But I'll tell you what, you came back, you won the second round, you won the third round. And a lot of people, I would say would have would have folded, would have lost that fight. That'd have been it yeah. for them. But you came back and and <laughs> you showed me more in that draw than than most fighters show ever. I mean, it shows how how tough you are and how your spirit and 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 how good of a fighter you are. Because after a head kick like that, usually <laughs> some people would just be like, you know what, I'm folding up. It's yeah, done. I'm well, done. One hundred percent. Yeah, no, <laughs> a lot of people would. I, that's that. no bullshit. I've I was seen like, no. really tough dudes like getting kicked in the head and they go, you know what? I'm, I think I'm gonna go to bed now. Right, right. I, but you know, and like the crowd was booing, and I'm like, "The fuck, are you guys booing? This girl just got. Right. Are you guys well, nuts? Yeah, but you know what? Audi- the crowds, audiences, the same shit. Sometimes they don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Sometimes, yeah. <laughs> you said sometimes. A lot of times they don't. Yeah, no. I, I hate people like, boo. Now, now I read that you got released from the UFC. That is that true? Um, it is. I uh, did get a notice that uh, they decided to. Uh, Cuts my little tour with them a little bit short. And I was like, I mean, guys, it was a draw. You know, I thought what? I did well. Like, obviously not my my best performance. I definitely should have blocked that head kick. But I'm like, do I agree with it? No, but what are you going to do? I mean, the girl I fought still in there, which is good for her. You know, oh, she's actually yeah, my friend. Nice. I love her to death. But I'm like... I'm like, damn, guys. No, well, the girl you fought from <laughs> Hungary, sorry. so they're probably thinking, like, if in case we go to Eastern Europe, we'll have her fight right. there. It's, it's right. very planned. But that is such bullshit. I mean, you won every minute of that fight except for that one head kick. You came back. You know, your record is no. your record is 10 and 3. You won your first eight fights. You have wins over Juliana Pena, Jennifer Maya, uh, who's now the who beat Roxanne Modafari, Colleen Schneider. The, your only losses are to uh, Jody Escobar and 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 and, and Souza, and, and to Sahara. I mean, you're right there. You're right there. That that's that's complete bullshit. You know? Can you, hello? Did it, hello? Did it go? You get hit kicked again? What what happened? Hello? Deanna. It dropped out. Uh, Deanna dropped out, man. Uh, but uh, don't you think the UFC? Uh, there's a lot of people that they 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 kind of plan it. And they plot ahead of time like this guy, or even even a look. I've, I think they do that even with a look. Oh, one thousand percent. They they keep people from Australia. They keep that, people that from that aren't uh, necessarily the best fighters. But do you think it's different now that that, that with that it's been bought out? Do you think that, that it's a completely different plan? Or do you think it's always been that way? No, it's it's different now. Uh, I think both. I think it's always been that way. No, I think, but I think it's more, more that about way. entertainment. It's than more it is that way fighting. because if you look at the fighters from before, if you look at. You know, like to me, I still got. Even though he got, you know, he's older and he now. Silva to me, uh, he that was like that era was really deal dudes to yeah. me. And a lot of them, I think, get shots too fast now. Well, I think rankings. I mean, look, Anderson Silva fought Nate Marquardt because he was the number one contender. And you look at all the he fought Talis Latis at the time with number one. They, even if the number winner didn't sell fights, 
they made the fight. They made, they, they now, made the fight. Now, if the number one contender doesn't sell fights, they're like, ah, we'll just give the number four guy, number six guy. Number right. eight. And so that, it's a different, like that era, you had to fight that guy. Yeah. And now it's like, well, this dude talks a lot of shit, and we're yeah. only get a lot of pay-per-views, so we got to get this guy. But then he goes in and gets, like, totally cream. so I'm like... And even jumping weight like, classes is fucking stupid, too. Yeah. I mean, McGregor is the, the champion of 45. He hasn't defended it. Then he wins at 55. They should defend the belt. I know, I think, like... But the GSP thing, they made, they, they look at it. that's money. Right. GSP yeah. just, just GSP coming back, people wanted to watch. Yeah, absolutely. He deserved that fight. But then just to vacate the yeah. title. He and, deserved but GSP, and, and everybody thought GSP. He deserved that fight. You talked shit. Vince. You said he wasn't going to win. I didn't think he was going to win. I was, but I mean, GSP, yeah. I never think that. I never thought that. Every time he fought, I thought, except for when he fought um, and he got knocked out in like the first round. Matt Sarah? Yeah, I didn't see that shit coming. Oh, no, nobody's at it. all. Uh, not even GSP. Me. Yeah, yeah. It's like the biggest upset ever. But yeah, yeah. no, yeah, they no, they said no. They said uh, Holly Holmes is number one. I don't think that. I, they I said no. Holly Holmes is number one. Uh, I predicted Rousey. that fight. And then hey, the second one, they said even by head kick. the silver <laughs> GSP. But I don't look at. I don't think Holly Holmes is a bigger upset than the Sarah. G- no, I don't know. Like, no way. Sarah. But Holly Holmes oh, was a think. world champion in boxing. Yeah, I mean, they may no, have it ranked that way. No, but if you look at reality, but I'm saying, you know how they do the top ten. Yeah, but those. Yeah, but those those TV shows producer are, people making lists just bullshit they go on who, who can we well, interview who can we well, this if you get an interview guy who's there they'll put him in number 40 I mean the, the, even the top 100 the biggest upset you're right people were overestimating how good Ronda was underestimating how good Holly Holm was but so that fight was actually a lot closer and Holly Holm was undefeated at that, that point undefeated and then right. beat Ronda Rousey and was a six time world champion boxer Matt Sarah was coming off a, an ultimate fighter win of like the legends yeah and, he, he won a close decision yeah. over Chris Lytle like, yeah it, it wasn't like he was walking yeah, so through I that know tournament. What you mean. Like yeah. maybe this show when they put those shows together. I just well, watch one when they put those shows together. Maybe it's just like you it's said. Com- ah, it's such bullshit. It's so yeah, bullshit. but the, the other thing is a lot of the, like that. I was talking about this with Terry on with his last fight. He was like at one point a three to one underdog against O'Malley, and I'm like, he's got forty fights. He's fought, gone five rounds with guys like Luke Sanders, and and I'm like, and this kid fought six times. In, yeah, in how, how do you make? I'm like, how how is Terry on the underdog? But how do you make fight? spreads that big based on seeing one guy on TV one time? But that's what I'm saying. But that's just what the fans think. Like that's just what the fans are actually. Right. So people I mean, take those those. The, they watch. Like, oh, Ronda Rousey was six to one, and it's like, yeah, but that's not based on any kind of. They're not. They're not matching up their fighting. Do you guys bet? Do you guys put some money on them? I I at first I said there's when here's what's funny when that when that fight happened I said. Oh man, they're just gonna give Holly Holm this because she's because you know she's the All American girl, she's undefeated. I'm like she's gonna get destroyed by Ronda Rousey. Then like as the weeks went on, knowing you know what I know around here, knowing looking at Ronda, looking at her mindset, the whole thing with her and with with Edmund and her mom, and then her mom wasn't. When I found out her mom wasn't gonna be in her corner, when I found out all the stuff that was going on, know that she, knowing that she's a head like a head case, I'm like she's gonna get she's gonna get beat. And, and wow, and, but and, not like that though. No, I actually said. Are you serious? No, I was talking to, I was talking to somebody. I go, I, I go, didn't see that. I go, she escapes one arm bar and, and, and gets back to her feet. I'm like, Rhonda's going to fold. And I'm like, the only thing is I don't think she's got a lot of power. I said, but she has good head kicks. I go, I bet you if she can escape one bar, one arm bar, get to her feet, she'll knock her out with a head kick. And wow. then I have it like that. My Are friend looked at me and was oh, like, shit. what the fuck? Wow. No, I, but, but I, all the way up to that, I was like, Rhonda's going to smoke her. And then like the last two weeks, I'm like, I don't know. I had, I had money. I had a fucking parlay of... A hundred dollars would have won me ten thousand dollars. Are you I had, serious? I had, I had uh, what's your name? Lortano over Joanna, and, and then uh. Holly over Rhonda. And I had a show. And I look, and Valerie actually won the first round against Joanna. Yeah. Uh, so then I go on stage, 
And then I come off stage and everyone's like, Ronda Rousey got knocked out. I'm like, I've got 10 fucking grand. And then I look and Valerie lost the next four rounds. Right. Like, oh, damn. But yeah, because like you said, around here, there was all kinds of talk about training issues. Right. Men issues, this issues, camp issues. Yeah. It was it was the the writing was on the wall. Yeah. As far as it was kind of like with Tyson, people still were like, uh, yeah, when, when he people was, were like well, Tyson got run, right? when he got knocked out in sparring, and then he was getting this and that, and people kind of that in the inside Mike Tyson's camp, you still go, well, well, Ronda could still win, right. and Tyson no, could still I, win, but I thought Ronda, I thought if I thought I had I was split, I was like, if Ronda gets her on the ground, it's a wrap. That's what I thought. But I thought if she stands up, I seen Holly Holmes' hands is no joke. Well, that, that's why I was like, Her if she, if she no can escape one arm bar. So you, okay, so let's talk about Holly versus Cyborg. Who, who do we, oh, my God. Now that, that's one. I think we, Cyborg's going to knock her head into space. <laughs> I think she's... Uh, <laughs> yeah. I think that we're going to be watching an orbit. And, and I like Holly Holmes. But, hit. but you, you don't think that... No, I think Cyborg... Uh, I, I, but I love Holly Holmes, though. Yeah. I just think that she doesn't have a, a shot at this. I think it's Holly Holm. Uh, all of a sudden, you made her like Holmes. Home, <laughs> home, like, yo, home, uh, but, but uh, I didn't mean yeah. to say like, yeah. No, but, no, but, but like, that's, that's the L.A. version. That's the L.A. Totally. Holmes. Uh, hey, Holmes. <laughs> Mom, uh, tell you right now. Her real name Cyborg, is Charlie Holmes. It seems like Cyborg, as soon as she gets you against the gate, some other shit kicks in. It's just that, that, that just, fight, another, it's another stupid fight. You're taking a girl who's not even the number one contender at 135, and all of a sudden giving her a title shot at 145. Uh, in a division that doesn't even exist. Right. It's just, okay, so let's say uh, Cyborg wins. That, now who's she going to fight? You, right. The other girl from Megan, whatever, from Invicta won't come over or something's happened there, some kind of medical clearance. There's nobody at 145. Yeah, I mean, that, that's the only fight really to make. Whatever, and that just, you got to make the Ultimate Fighter 145 edition. Th- there aren't enough girls. I don't. They think. will though. There's like there, three. There's, a, there's definitely. There's definitely. You're absolutely. You just right. don't, you just don't know the girls. You know what though? Yeah. I have a 145 that's that's um, four and two, five and two, and I've been trying to find her a fight like off and on. Like she'll she'll stop training for months because it's like oh, I can't get a fight. I can't get her. Anything, and there but are not enough girls. Hard. And we're but talking about that, girls at that level that are going to even. We're talking about girls yeah, that are going to fight no, cyborg. No, cyborg's not going to lose. But for cyborg's a long time. on. Cyborg is on some other level shit though. So yeah, like, but I'm saying that this. Like if this, she fought dudes, this is not, she would give this, them a problem. This, this this main event right now. But it's going to make money though. No, I don't think it will make that much. You money. don't think so? Yeah. People they, like to. Well, they want to see cyborg. They love Holly. They don't want to pay sixty dollars to see cyborg against Holly Holm when they know. The, the fans kind of know, like, this is weird, okay? Right. The, the, the rest of the card's a good card. Khabib versus Barboza, that's the fight I that think Khabib's going to walk through. Walk through Barboza? Who's ever walked through Barboza? Uh, Khabib is. Okay, but yes. who's ever done that? Cerrone? Nobody. Didn't, didn't, didn't Cerrone? Cerrone? No, Cerrone. I don't think he fought didn't Barboza. Didn't Cerrone... Uh, Styles, though. Ja- jab no. him, take his no, back. Who do you think? I think, huh? I, I, I think Barboza? I th- Cerrone beat him? Wait a minute, hold up. So you don't no, think Khabib... Khabib's a fucking monster, dude. He's going to beat him, but I, I think it's probably going to be a... A lot of wrestling. I don't know. I think he's. I think Khabib, and that's another person. I go. Why hasn't Khabib finished him like in the first round or something? Uh, Edson Barboza. His record is twenty-five wins and three losses. They got rear naked. Mixed martial art record. He beat Darius, who's a fucking beat. He beat Gilbert Melendez. He beat Pettis. He lost to Tony Ferguson by Darius. He was winning that fight, and then he got caught. He beat Paul Felder. He lost to Michael Johnson. And he lost Donald Cerrone. We were naked choke. You're right. In yeah, he, he jabbed him. He fell back. He like, and then but that Cerrone was in spun April behind. of 2014. 
So that was still three and a half years ago. Yeah, I just wonder how good his ground game is because if Khabib gets you on the ground, you're not getting up. Because Khabib seems like one of those people, like, he has some kind of, like, he's like an X-Man. Like, he just, as soon as he gets you down, it's like, oh, shit. Wrestling them bears. He turns into some other shit, man. He has guerrilla strength. Oh, yeah, he said that earlier when we were when we were on it. He said some of the, he said that. The guys from Dagestan, they have guerrilla strength. He said guerrilla strength. Like, if they grab you, it's all. It's a It's a wrap. But the only thing is, is that. Uh, Khabib striking is not that good. Michael yeah. Johnson was tearing him apart on the feet. Barbosa striking is excellent. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So, so he, he, he's got to get it down early. Barbosa doesn't right. have, like, I don't think he has that super duper knockout strength power, but when he, he has that pinpoint and that you know you're hit over and over and over again. There's some people I think that, like, they, they just can come in and knock your block off, and there's other people that just can they get that pinpoint just sharp. Striking that you can't do nothing about. Yeah. That's it. It's but sometimes that that's what that's what causes the knockout. That precision and you know, I mean, no one looked at Anderson Silva and thought, you know, because physically going to yeah. knock your head through the, you know, but, but it's like perfect shit. striking and it would just like you know with that leverage and like to me, like they were. Hello, Deanna. What's up? It's Adam. Like I'm trying, the, I'm trying oh, to call you back on Skype. You're not picking up. The, it just dropped out. Oh, so we're trying to call you back right now. Uh, hang up the phone. Okay, cool. Thank you. Okay. Uh, the reason so when you say like. How does she not have a boyfriend? The chick's hot. She can fight. How does she not have a boyfriend? Yeah, Maybe she's that? in between. Like, I've been in... Well, you've been... You're married. You're married. We're like... We're yeah. all locked, but then some people... Are less like this girl's like... It. I don't know. She seems like a cool I've, chick. A cool Yeah, chick. like somebody... Yeah, but but yeah, her ex uppercutted her. <laughs> <laughs> that's... Like, that's just some shit on your resume. Wait, right? so what is that? Well, you're blaming her for her ex uppercutting she her? She should have blocked it. Oh, come on. <laughs> I, I can see if he head kicked her. I mean, it's just, uh, <laughs> no, but like, come on. You know what? That would, that would be and she fucking stayed with him too, which is crazy. Why that's she- that. She must have really dug him. He must have something else. That's because after you uppercut me unconscious, relationship's over. Yeah, okay. I don't care. I don't care if you're the best right. woman in the world. I'm, all right, I'm, I'm going to try to put her in here. I'm, I'm going to. Is it working? Uh, it's, it's it's not working. I, I'm going to put a microphone up to this. Uh, no, like. It, no, she's not. It's not. She's not picking up on this on the on the Skype. So, all right, here we go. Here it see is. If this works. Well, we'll see if this works. I had to get an adapter. Is this not gonna? Hey, Deanna Bennett. Yeah. Is it gonna record it on on this? It's gonna be shitty, but yeah. Oh, so okay. All right. Some reason like the Skype wasn't going through. Okay, so. No, no. So uh, no, it's cool. It, it's always you. All right. So <laughs> we were we were talking about how first of all we we're talking about how, how come you don't have a boyfriend? You're you're hot. You 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 got a, you great, got a great attitude. Great attitude. You got a great body. You could fight. You're an EMT. Okay, on your free time. What's going on? I, what's going on here? Um, if I had the answer to that, I would surely fix it. But I have no idea. <laughs> are, are you on? Are you on Tinder or Bumble or any of these apps? Oh yeah, that like frightens me. That's some serious stranger danger, right? Yeah, that's creepy. So, so no. I, uh, ooh, I don't know about that. I don't know about random strangers. <laughs> okay, so when guys take you out, right? Let's say me and you're on a date. It's going well. I'm making you laugh. Ha ha ha. Okay, we go back to your place. And I try to make a move, right? I'm like, all right, now it's my time. We're watching Netflix, Punisher. I, I got my, I got my hand over you. Specifically, Punisher. Uh, yep, I love Punisher. Yeah, 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 I, I love Punisher. I got my hand over you, and I go for a kiss. Right? Are, you know, are you the kind of girl that's like, hey, not so fast, bozo? It's only the first date, or are you, are, are like you down for the kiss? <laughs> um, you know, it depends on the moment. I mean, everything sounds. Did you say bozo? The Punisher and whatnot. Bozo. Yes. It, it, you know, it depends on the person. I would never be opposed to it. All right. 
So I'm okay. So are you putting out too fast? Are like are you having sex? All right. So so okay. So you're like so you're like more of like a third date kind of thing, like first date kiss. It depends on the guy, don't you think? It depends on if like some guys could make a woman right off the bat, and some can't. It could be the guy if he has a swagger and play, he can get it. But I'm wondering why she's single. I mean, she's because she's hot. Yeah. I mean, she's putting out. She's 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 a good looking girl. How, how, how old are you? 23, 24? Oh, gosh, no. I'm much older than that. <laughs> oh, so, you, okay, so you're 30? Yes. All right, so you're in your sexual prime. I don't know what it is. Hmm. Well, let me think. I'll, you know what? I'll ask your teammates why they think you're single. And, and then we'll. Uh, Maybe she's busy. Yeah, what? People around me, I don't know. Don't Maybe she's me. busy? I, I have no idea. Uh. I mean, hey, if anyone else out there listening wants to take me out, buy me and hit me up, but. Look, I don't know. You're, you're, you're gonna get a you're gonna you're, you're, you're gonna, gonna get a, a you're gonna get a shitload of yeah, Twitter. You could do a contest, win a date. Yes, yep. uh, uh, MMA yeah. roasted, win a date. Yeah. With, Just don't yeah, send her dick pics. I can see, I can tell you probably hate dick pics, right? For the love of everything. <laughs> <you> <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I have never been like, hey, you know, what would just perk up my day. Some random dude's penis. And now, how now? How many guys are sending you these dick pics? Um, I've had more than I can count, and That's every crazy. time I die a little inside, like, <laughs> no, <laughs> no. That to me, I know people do that. I just can't get my mind around like, yeah, let me send a picture right? of my cop. I don't understand. I just that. can't. I would explain it to me. I, it's just See, not... I'm, I'm old-fashioned. I only do it via mail. Yeah, yeah, you so, actually you know, send the actual, yeah, actual, actual photo. Yeah, Polaroid. Yeah. Nice. I yeah. actually sign it. Sign it, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> See, because you're classy. Class, I'm a class guy. You're I'm a class, class act. Guy. That's so, why. I had, a, I, had a, I, had a, I had a girl one time. She gave me, she gave me a blowjob. We're, we're all adults here. And the next morning, she left me her headshot saying, thanks for the good time, and signed it. <laughs> and I was like, what, what are you, a fucking superhero? Like, we should put it up like a restaurant. You should do that with all That is one of the weirdest shit I've ever heard. I'm, I'm not going to tell you. I actually kept it, though. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. Why did you keep? I finally threw it out when I got married. I'm like, I can't, I can't keep this in my apartment. But, uh, that's too good. Damn, but that, yeah. that means, you, you, wow, you, you really got it going on that you can get somebody to give you a signed headshot. I, 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 you know, and then she put her nickname in it, too. Like wow. her fucking nickname was in it. I was like, you got to be kidding me. It was a professional athlete. So anyway, so Deanna, so guys, now, now guys are now, do our guys ever like, hey, how's it going? You're really pretty. You're like, oh, thank you. Smiley face. And then the dick pic comes. You're like, really? Like I actually had a, I was giving this guy a chance and all of a sudden. I guess it makes a woman like you at first and then you do that and they go, oh, fuck, you ruined it. Yeah. Who would like, yeah, that's crazy. Wouldn't you, wouldn't you say, yeah. wouldn't you say that would ruin it completely no matter how handsome or. Or good if he was good looking and smart and and wealthy and whatever, wouldn't that make you go? Uh, you ruined all of it. I was oh, going to. Yeah, you know, I was. Care who the person is? If I was just like, hey, you know, just talking light chat, and then like five minutes into talking, it's like penis. So I'm like, that is really yeah, I, yeah. I don't like the way that that's looking at me. So I'm probably <laughs> not going to talk to you anymore. Yeah, guys, stop sending dick pics. Uh, but ladies, if you want to send twat pics, my email is no. Um, now, uh, so also, all right, so let's talk about you unfairly getting cut. This is complete bullshit, okay, because you showed heart. You, you, you've beaten great girls. You beat Juliana Pena. You beat Colleen Schneider. Which is a big deal. You beat Jennifer yeah. Maya. Even your losses were to uh, uh, Jody Escobel, who's in the UFC. Uh, Souza, who's uh, she's in the UFC also, right? 
And then Roxanne was in the UFC. And so so is Sahara is is she in it? Sahara is in the UFC also. So you only yeah, lost she to fight for the damn title. Yeah, but she so missed you, weight though. So you've only lost to yeah. four girls that in the UFC, and you've beaten girls that are in the UFC. She's like a big girl. this is complete bullshit. Yeah, that's kind of my thinking. But I mean, there's I all I can do is go get some wins outside and make my way back. You know, oh. I was, I'm not gonna lie, it it. It dug them deep inside, and I found some solace in a bottle of tequila. That's my jam right there. But, I mean, I I got right back in the gym and do what I can, you know? I'm like, is it because I touched Dana White's face at at Lands? Is that that where this came from? Is that what happened, really? <laughs> yeah, I, Maybe it's because you only touched his face. Uh, yeah, really. That, oh wow! <laughs> A- I, didn't Andrew, I didn't say that. I didn't say that. You did say that, Andrew. What <laughs> you, Andrew is uh, our, our our resident MMA guy here what at Pluto up, TV. Uh, what are your thoughts about this? On her getting cut? Yeah. Uh, it's, um, I don't like people getting cut after draws, especially. Uh, I can kind of see where they're coming from after the Ultimate Fighter, and based on her previous fights in Invicta, to cut her and. But I think she has a an opening right back into the UFC, get two wins right back into the UFC. Because I, I definitely think people will be like, hey, she's lost these fights, had a draw. Why is she in when I've... Because there's a lot of people getting cut for, for less and stuff. So Bullshit. She's, I, I think she should be in. I think she should be in, but... I, I can see females why. aren't getting cut for last. I hate to say, well, especially it. in this division. I mean, it's like they and, need and that, everybody. That's a brand can. new. It's a brand new division. Yeah, keep as many people in there to create contenders. Um, she's a legitimate like tough. She's a threat I, like, for the belt. She's not like, a fucking like girl that you're like okay. She no. has a lot to work I, on. I'm just playing situation. devil's advocate from their side. I'm not. I'm not saying she should be cut. I'm not saying she should be cut or anything. I'm just saying from like the business standpoint. But if she gets two more fights, if you win two more fights, <laughs> right back in. I'm telling you, it's it'll be like okay, wow, she's showing us something. Bam. Yeah, yeah, but and she shouldn't then right back. have to win two more fights. She won her. She first shouldn't fight. have to, but, but that's, that's the that's, way it is, though. Dude. But if she but only has to win two fights to be back in the fighters, UFC, though. that's pretty good. You don't some think so? No, the fuck. There are other fighters that they're fucking keeping in with like. Two losses, three losses. If she was from Australia, she could have nine fucking losses and they keep her in there. Well, if you uh, were, you know, if, like, if you were from Hungary or some yeah, shit. Yeah, the girl who beat her is from Hungary and she's in there. And she lost every minute of the fucking fight except for the one Hail Mary head kick that she beat because well, Diana has ADHD and the fucking yeah. bell rang and she thought that fucking it was the, it was school but, starter. But you know how it is. If they, if, again, I think you're right. Two, two fights and she looks good in those yeah. fights, they'll be like, you know what? We gotta have her right I back. think it's just because the way it looks on paper. That's all. That's 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 literally what they're doing. But I, I, but I don't know. But they do that. But what Adam made the best point. It's like it seems like they want people from other countries because they look down the line and go, "Well, we could do an event." One hundred percent, and it's in a, that and that's country. bullshit because you turn on the event, you see fucking nine people from China that fucking all suck, and then they gotta find or not all suck, but a lot of them suck. Then they gotta find people for them to beat. So now they yeah. got to go through the fucking well of people to even make it even an right. even fight, and they want they want the Chinese people to win. You, last week in Canada, you notice that like four to five Winnipeg people won. Canadians yeah. won because they found like they match striker versus striker. Sure. They, they, and then all of a sudden, now now you have double the amount of people that shouldn't be in the UFC because right. you want to sell yeah. tickets. And, and I, you make I, the argument like it's fair though. It's never been. Fair. I know, dude. No, life it's isn't fair. But this fucking chick but, is hot. And, uh, <laughs> there it is. And, and no, she's no, but she's a fucking. You need Adam. No, Adam no. definitely should be. No, uh, I've been a fan of this girl before. She's hot. No, I, before no, she was hot. No, before, before she, she lost, before, before she lost a fight, I was a fucking fan of her. She was eight zero, and she was killing bitches. Yeah. right. I was a fan of Deanna Bennett because she was a she was a fat girl. Okay, 
who, right? You started Jeez. doing MMA because you were fat? Oh, yeah. Very much. <laughs> yes. Uh, how much did you weigh? Uh, I topped out at uh, 190 at my heaviest. 190, this chick. And, then and it, she worked her ass off. Worked and her ass. Literally worked her ass. That's her amazing. Ass yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, and now... But that, but there's a lot of fighters that have gone through that shit and came rumble went like, You gotta leave and come back. Rumble he went came, to World Rumble, Series of Rumble, fighting. Rumble lost because he was fucking missing weight seven. I know, times but what I'm shit. saying is but he went away it's, and you can come back. Yeah, yeah it's of course not you a, can come back. And no, that motherfucker came back and started knocking people's head, like you said, in the orbit. But it was That's a hilarious. fucking draw. <laughs> it was orbit. a draw she lost. She lost it was it wasn't yeah. a loss. It was a fucking draw. It was a draw. And she showed heart in it. I mean she showed fucking so much she was out on her fucking feet, came back and won the next two rounds. But again, you keep does he keep doing it? You keep talking like it's some fair shit, dude. Yeah, that's why it's not fair. I fucking I do that because I there's a world that I want to live in, right? Yeah, right. okay. It's just yeah, you want it to be fair. So if like, I don't, you know, I just want hot chicks. We won that fucking. I'm not going to. And it's still, no, it's that's not true. I'm not. No, it is, it is I'm true. I'm not it going totally to accept true. people's bullshit. I have to call it like it is. This chick shouldn't be cut. But like like fucking, you said, if you you already seen the pattern with I UFC agree. and the people know I'm talking. If you see someone from another country, they'll push them harder. They'll give them more press. They'll give them more. Yeah, stuff. Aren't you from Argentina? Yeah. No, no, yeah, 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 you do, my just, mom's from there. I'm from California. Just well, go, so move, to, go move to go move to another country. Argentina. No, yeah. If you just go move to go so move you to see Mongolia that pattern, right? Yeah. Adam, you see that yeah, pattern yeah. all over the place. No, of course. So they're gonna keep following that pattern. Fucking comedy. You, I, diversity showcase, fucking this. But oh, we got. What about have, funny? I, I see it all kind. I see it everywhere. But I just think that it, it, you're 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 killing your product, okay? By having UFC Poland and there's eight people from Poland and one guy's eleven and ten. But the people okay? in Poland, you can, but you're looking at it wrong. <laughs> yeah. The people in Poland <laughs> think this is the best shit ever. Because the Polish people then, aren't. And known. the rating. And, <laughs> oh God, that is you're so wrong. Gotta have put you're local gonna get guys your ass. Some Polish dude's site. gonna walk up and elbow you in the <laughs> eye. Oh, yeah, but he's gonna think it's my nose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, yeah okay, he'll okay. No, look. The point is, this chick. Diana, you need, you need fucking, you need to get laid. Oh, honestly, what was Jeez. the, what the was point the, of the story? What is, was the point? You know, let's go all the way back to your <laughs> vagina. Let's get some way we gotta get back to your vagina. I don't know vagina. why we started talking about fights. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, let's, let's get back to the, all right, the important so, all right, so here you are. You're living in New Jersey now. When you, now are you uh, when you were in Utah? Did the Mormons try to convert you? Oh yeah. Well, I grew up uh, being Mormon, and then I decided to not be because. Because it's bullshit. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I'm sorry. Because yeah, it's, it's bullshit. Is that one? No. Just the gas. I'm throwing it out there. Get me to come back, and I was like, "All right, I'm out." <laughs> yeah. Now, uh, were, you, were, you, were your parents pissed? Uh, my mom definitely was. My dad kind of found his way away from it too, but my mom, it's still a source of a disagreement there. So. Wait, she's an Argentinian Mormon. Yeah, she grew up super Catholic, and then she converted and became Mormon. That's weird. So yeah, like the best of both worlds, right there. The worst so. of both worlds. <laughs> but your dad—you said your dad—he um, really he kind of sided with you and kind of saw where you were coming from. Oh yeah, yeah. No, huh? he was totally reasonable when it came to that. Oh, I want to know. That's cool. I want to know how you get converted to Mormonism. That's like, <laughs> that's like, you know, yeah, Catholicism is one thing. The Osmonds did it. <laughs> yeah, it's like, but you know what? This whole uh, charlatan finding uh, golden things and forgetting where he buried them. That makes a lot of sense to me. I'm being converted. I don't yeah. know. I've never yeah, heard of I'm going to go with that whole spaceship <laughs> thing. Yeah, exactly. That's how I was in it. So. But now, That's but. <laughs> Next up, Scientology. Yes. Yeah, yes. I'm, I'm more into the Scientology thing. Yeah. Than no, you're not. If, if, yeah. if I want to read about aliens. <laughs> You've changed up like nothing. But I'm not more really. into it than Mormonism. Yeah. Like, like, oh, <laughs> the Mormons came to my show. They are the weirdest. I mean, no, <laughs> no offense, but like. 
it's insane. I like like the no alcohol, uh, right. no this. But then at the end, they were literally doing somersaults. These college kids to like get high. I'm like, you guys need. A well, fucking but <laughs> do they laugh? Because I did a showcase in Utah once. They got offended were, by everything. They got a oh, first showcase. They, they were they don't even go ooh. They just don't fucking react. It's like I'm mean, at least giving an ooh, you know. Right. I, like I actually was hoping I would get a groan. That's yeah. how fucking bad it was. Wow, because um, wow. I did the NACA Utah. Oh, showcase. I did NACA Utah. I did, I did that one. Oh, and I, it was, Mormon, dude, they book one of them booked me before the show, saw my act, and unbooked me. You. Unbooked me. Yeah, I, got, I, I was better off. I was better off not going on. Yeah. I, fucking, I, I, I didn't even know why I went there. Oh I yeah, I went. the same but, thing happened to me. But the thing is, at least you got your dad. Like. If my, both my parents were against something, at least if my pops would have came through, I'd have been like, okay, I'm cool. So I know you probably felt like, well, at least my dad gets where I'm coming from, right? Oh, yeah. Totally. Yeah, so, I it mean, made it so much better. Yeah, so, so, so did your parents split? Did your dad move to Hemet? That's <laughs> uh, where she grew up. <laughs> For real? Yeah, so you, uh, you, you grew up in like Hemet, right? Uh, he moved I've, to Michigan. Okay, yeah. Um, I was like, Hemet is sure horrible. Where in Michigan? Somewhere in Michigan. Oh, your dad? So you don't know your dad? No, no, I, I know my dad. Okay. Your mom. They, when my parents split up, my dad moved to Michigan and my mom moved to Utah. But how did, another one of the reasons why I moved out of Utah. But how did you, how did you, I, I read somewhere that you grew up in Hemet. I grew up in uh, Fremont, California, Fremont. in the area. Fremont. Ah, oh, got it. Fremont. Yeah, yeah. Nice. That's why when you said Hemet, I went, <laughs> I yeah, I was like, Hemet, the meth capital? No, I like Northern California. Northern California, my my, cool. my my wife's from Fresno, so I nice. yeah yeah, so I'm, I'm all about it. All right, so we're looking for uh, right now. We're looking for an organization. We're looking for a boyfriend. Uh, what else are we looking for? You look. I mean, you can't ask for too much. I'll, I'll take those two. All that right, works. good. I like it. The I like sole it. custody of her dog. Uh, That's the most important one. There you go. (laughs) Well, well, listen, Deanna, I'm I'm a huge fan. Uh, Nothing but respect and love for you, and uh, keep up the good work. Well, thank you, and I appreciate y'all talking to me today. Oh, Um, no, cool. uh, It was was our pleasure. Take care. All right. Have a good day. I want to say, you know, like every time I've done (laughs) the show... Adam gets like I both of us do, but he gets so passionate. It's like I'm just tired of the bullshit. Like you can see it in you. Like, like no, but that is, this bullshit. is I know, that but what I'm saying you is, get, you get cut there's certain shit you gotta admit. Like especially with the UFC, because I've seen like you said the rankings where I go, how the fuck did he make that leap to get the, the title shot? But there's some people that go because marketing wise they are better. McGregor got a lot of fucking shots that he shouldn't have right off yeah, the bat. Yeah, but the problem here's, but here's, here's, a, here's the problem. Though. He backed here, it up yeah, though. But, but here's the problem: they're not marketing people right. Okay. You don't think so? No. Oh, but, come uh, on, we, I had a kid named Jared uh, Jared Gordon last week on the show, right? Yep, two and zero in the UFC. He's fourteen and one in MMA, two in the UFC. He he had ten stints in rehab. Uh, he was a heroin addict. He was a cocaine addict. He was shooting cocaine. Uh, just fuck pronounced dead. Now, now he got his whole fucking life together. Like, but no one would ever know that. You know how I knew that? Because he tweeted out, uh, right. "I fucking uh, I, I thanks to UFC for I, I'm now not broke anymore because of cocaine era." But I should know that about him. Okay, not saying right. that, that. Like, like. So you don't think they're doing the backstories? No. There's a hundred lightweight oh, fighters wait. in the UFC. Though, but they, like, no. But if you watch a lot of I the UFC, but there's if so they when they do the, the the I watched a couple of the the, the document. Even they just I just knew stuff about Lamas that just got he just yeah. got. I didn't like they talk about his family, talk about the fact he's Cuban and you know Yeah, maybe there's like in the like ro- that the kind of shit. A few of them they do. And then the, the ones coming they, up, they got the, you have to have that look. Like you have to look like, like you gotta have a look. It's but you 
don't need it, but, but whoever's doing it, like, okay, Stipe Miocic is the world champion heavyweight. And they don't push him enough. He tweeted out yesterday, just doing my job as a fireman. Like, 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 right. like to me, that's like, okay, you're the world champion, and he has to, like, everyone in the fucking, who is, any sports fan should know that the champion of the world is a fireman. Because that, to me, is, this guy's saving lives. But he's not. And he's a badass. Okay, but okay, well then. Well, also, you shouldn't have to be still be. A, you know, you never, you never saw like a, you never see a Tom Brady like. Got to go to my second job today. <laughs> like, well, that. Well, I, well, I think that's my choice. But, 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 yeah, but yeah, there are ways to do it. There are ways you to th- do it. You mean the ways to to market? Because I think he's the shit. And right, I watched some stuff. Some got, footage, look, they got. And I've fu- seen some documentaries on him, and I think he's the greatest. Right, but they they, they got five million people. They got five million people that follow them on Twitter. Okay, Dana has another six million. If they put a little three minute fucking segment about, hey, you know, hey, hey, lonely, they did depressed. do that. Okay, they, Cormier they, did an interview with him. Uh, they okay, did a whole but segment. I'm saying on because it. there's a shitload of guys yeah. out there that, okay. that, that have amazing stories. I mean, just the most like, amazing stories. Well, okay, that's, where, that's where we come in with this type of stuff. Yeah, you gotta, we come in, you know? but, but, but we shouldn't be up to us. Remember I mean, the early, early UFCs, though, before when, when the, he's a master in Shirinjiru karate, and then he'd be, like, hitting blocks of concrete or something, yeah. or, like, you know, Harold Howard, and he'd do the, come on, or whatever. They don't do that. that but even that was better. Cheesy shit. But no, that, but, but they, I but think they do, they, do show, they do show some of the backstory of some people. Not enough, man. Not enough. Of course not even, enough. Even like, even, like, fucking Vince Pichelle, my buddy, He's like nine and one, and he's a fucking part time or even full time electrician. Uh, right. But like even that, like you get the you, the union workers would get behind him. They I mean, could, they, they, they would be. Yeah, you're right. You're right. On either, you're right. On, either, on either fight pass or on Fox Sports, they could do a series that's like a half an hour profile of of up and coming fighters. That would be not, that would be, be an awesome for them. To and do. I know and they, and you I, could learn all about these up and coming fans fighters. would watch the shit out of that. But, oh, yes. but put it out on I put think. it out on Instagram. I'm but, it on, okay. on Facebook. They and have I'm, six million followers. And I'm not just saying it because you're here. I'm just saying I I personally would like to see more stuff about the trainers because every single fucking fighter that I see when you see them and they're being honest, they're like, I couldn't have did this shit without you, without you, without you, without you. So I want to see those people more too, but they don't show them enough. No, they really, they fucking, they, like, you don't see a lot of interviews with them, and they're the reason that that person got there. Yeah. That person wouldn't even be there without them. Like, because even when they're down, you see a trainer that comes in and is, like, in their ass and makes them get back up and do their thing. The only one I've seen them do it, it was on for GSP, because they would really show a I'm lot of Faraz, it. Yeah. yeah, but but they didn't. They don't do it for a lot of people. Well, the thing, though, is people have a misconception. Like, I hear it all the time where it's like, oh, you got to go to these big camps. And, and I've been to pretty much most camps. And I'm like, they're not doing, they're, they don't have secret techniques. There's nothing special. In fact, a lot of times I go to like big name camps. And I'm like, uh, that guy, that guy kind of doesn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't trust that guy to do whatever he's doing. Right. You know, I'm not going to name names, but there's been those times where I'm like, this is the, one of the this is the greatest the camp. Right. But people, but I get it. You've got great training partners and, and, all, and, and the facility and all that stuff. But it would be good to see what other, what, what people are doing. And but, the other thing is people, yeah. you see those like those countdown shows and they, and they tell you to do that. Okay, go over there and hit hit pads and do this. All right, go do the battle ropes and whatever. And I get people come in and they go, "Well, how come I don't do that?" I'm like, nobody does that. That's what they do for TV. They it's don't have television. a guy who every day is doing like your little box jumps. And they don't have no fighters. Don't have that. They do that on their own and they get work. But it's like that's for TV, dude. That's not really when. Well, look, people let me ask you this. Yeah. Uh, we'll go back. I know you got stuff. Um, camp wise, other than publicity, who's the best camp? Would you say everybody says you know? Like if you if you had a vote, they say this camp 
not just bringing out champions because you got to you got to count that well, too. See, look at the, there's a lot of there's a lot of places that have tons of champions, but have they brought anybody from ground from zero up? A they usually get like, people like that are already level, good. Not yeah. saying me, but they get. You, I brought guys from zero, tons of guys to the highest level, and then they go, I got to go somewhere else, and they go somewhere else and lose, but or, or they yeah. do okay. But I'm like. How many of those big big names? I mean, it used to Jackson's, be it used to be AKA Jackson, though. AKA, AKA back in the, the day. Problem is that everyone right. kept getting injured there. It became like a, right. you know. Well, I think I think a lot of times they haven't changed. I, I feel like a lot of some of the a lot of the camps still doing weight cutting and strength and conditioning from 20 years ago. They may have evolved some of their their other game, but I see a lot of them still doing the same thing, and that's why you get these big camps that still have people who don't cut weight properly. People get injured a lot because they're still using 1980s and 90s. You know, uh, strength and conditioning stuff. Where the rest of their game is is good. But AKA, they're notorious. Those guys were great way back in the day. You know, when they had the um, Camarillos teaching jujitsu and and Crazy Bob Cook. And I mean, those guys were great. I think I think Greg Jackson, um, he's brought guys from zero up. Right. Um, Who? Well, uh, Diego Sanchez. He brought was. Um, he brought in Keith Jardine, like all those guys back in the day. Yeah. Because I used to go train there when I did comedy. I used to do two two weeks a year in Albuquerque in the right. 90s. And that was the only grappling school because I was doing jiu-jitsu and I wanted a place to train. And it's like Jackson's Gaido Jiu-Jitsu or something. And I'm like, hey, can I come in and roll? And I would give them free free passes and the whole team would come oh, that's and watch dope. my shows. Oh, yeah, that's cool. And so I knew Greg way before um, MMA was MMA, before he was remotely known. And I had a lot of talks with him, and the dude is really smart, and he really knows what he's doing. And now they've got, you know, I don't even know how much he even does anymore. I don't even know if he's even involved these days, but Seems he, like he, he knows yeah. what he's doing. I mean, he knows what he's doing. Yeah, uh, he's smart. Yeah, yeah, totally smart. Um, so let's talk about uh, Julian Marquez, a guy that came to my show in uh, Kansas City, brought his whole family. His, really? Like, his, like, That's Cuban, dope. And he, he won his fight. Uh, he was a good fight. He fought the, the uh, dentist against Aaron Stewart. It was a back-and-forth battle. And Marquez is a nice guy. That they, I thought they brought him in to lose in the contender against John Jones's boy. Right. He knocked him out with a head kick. That was awesome. And now uh, he called out Woodley to shave his beard. That was, that was, that was hilarious. That was, yeah, I saw that. He had a beard off. And he's a nice guy. Super nice guy. Uh, Josh Emmett. I did not see that coming. I mean, when because uh, I was doing I MMA. I to talk about that for sure. I, I was doing MMA math. And I'm like, well, Emmett lost to Desmond Green. Ricardo Lamas has only lost to the best guys. Yeah. Uh, not no offense to Desmond Green, but I just thought he wasn't at the level of. And fuck, man, that yeah. that left hook cracked him. Yeah. I uh, think it was just he got. It, I, I I was so sad about that. I just was like, oh my god, because I was shooting. I was shooting for Lamas. I wanted him win, but I think it was I just one of those weird it. because it was just one of those weird. Ah, I missed by that much, and it, was it weird? I mean, he lost to his three teammates though. Huh? Uh, Chad Mendez beat him. Castillo beat him. Uh, two teammates. They probably. Told him, listen, this is how to beat this guy. Right. Punch him I, as hard as you can in the freaking jaw. Like, no, yeah. no, I know, no. I'm saying, but <laughs> I got a have you seen a fight right in the chin? No, have you seen a fight where you go, oh, he just got, it, it just got caught. You got it, and that I looked at that like he just got caught. It wasn't like, oh, you did something amazing. No, he just yeah, got he caught. was right. Even cracked, though, because Emmett, one of the, a guy that I train that 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 I don't train anymore, Christos Yagos. Christos got cut from the UFC. And his first fight outside the UFC was against Josh Emmett. Oh, wow. And, and it was really back and forth. He, like, dropped Josh. He, I thought it was finished. And I didn't coach him for that fight, but he, Emmett knocked him out in the third round. And I've never seen Christos get – I've seen him get rocked a little bit, but he got knocked out. Yeah. And I'm like, this kid must 
crack. You know, and that was his next fight. Then that's what the fight that got him in the UFC. Well, no, you know this is going after this fight. You know they're going to push the shit out of him. Well, yeah. What what happens? Because you have an unranked you have an unranked guy Emmett being the number three ranked guy. Like what happens with the rankings? Does do you keep number three now or does he just no? He can't. He dropped a seven, but guess what? They're going to push the shit out. He also missed weight though. Islamist still he missed weight. He missed. Islamist still ranked above Emmett. He should be a fifty-five. No, no. He should still be probably. You can't have a fifteen guy beat three and then. Move the fifteen guy to like twelve, and then number three to thirteen. It was an upset. Right. It's and like because he's beaten upset. all those guys. He's beaten all the guys right. in the top ten. So it's yeah, it's tough to put a guy. Works. That's why they try not to do those fights. Those right. unranked guys versus top five. Well, I, but I also I don't I don't think Emmett should. That was at forty. I, I didn't know that was at forty. I knew he missed weight, and then someone told me it was at one forty eight and a half. That dude is huge. He's huge for fifty five. I, I help these guys that are always trying to. They're like, if I you know just cut off some toes, I can maybe make thirty five. Dude, just stick where you're at. You're fine. Like, why would he go to forty five and? and well, Dude, I think if a guy misses weight by three pounds, He's the huge. other person should not have to fight him, and you should get the full fight purse, okay? Yeah. Because people are like, well, I, I want to fight because I, I don't want to just – no. You miss weight by three pounds, you, 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 could, you have the option. You can fight the guy, or you could get the money and not and fight be like, And I'll new fight rankings are out. Emmett's five, Lamas is six. He just jumped from unranked to number five. Yeah. Because they're pushing him. No, they're not pushing. Wait, well, he, they have to push him now. after now because he got an upset. But hey, yeah. that's but that's, I that's, mean, a that's big what win. I mean. Was, no, I don't think they were pushing upset, him. though. Like, um, but it's weird. Like you think about those kind of like how does that how does that work? You just take the plate. Like, like a couple uh, what a month ago, Pedro Munoz fought uh, Rob Font, and it was number twelve and number thirteen, and Font had never been finished, and Pedro finished him quickly. And it's like, so what, does he just jump to number 12 or 11 now? Like, it's like one little he, he, he tiny swap. Thing. Yeah, I mean, I mean it's like in this game, he gets to jump to number five from unranked. That's pretty. That's yeah, and, and that's Des, Desmond Green beat yeah. Josh Emmett three fights ago. So it's like, guys unranked. So. Well, how, how has, Desmond, has Green done since? Uh, I, think he, I think he lost, right? Didn't he? I like Green. I was always a fan of Green since Titan FC. He lost to uh, Ru- uh, Rustam Kabilov, which is a good fighter. Like right yeah. now, who would you say your favorite fighters are? My, my favorite fighters? Like, I have three. Like, I, people always say one. Okay. Oh, wow, that's true. Yeah, that's I mean, true. I, a lot of favorite fighters is, are not the best right now. Uh, like, oh, okay, so favorite fighter is not the best. But Frankie like, Edgar is my, one of my favorite fighters. Like, okay, that's a great choice. Uh, uh, I mean, that dude. My always, favorite is probably John Jones. John Jones. Probably my favorite. Are you serious? I swear to God. He's, a, he's such a fuck-up, though. Yeah, but he is a good, good But fighting-wise. Fight, yeah, fighting like, I still like watching Anderson Silva fight. Like, I mean, yeah, he's a gay. He's, I'm maybe not. Maybe he's down. He's forty three years old. Yeah, they no, should have a boner league. Like, 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 people who yeah. failed for dick pills. Like, <laughs> exactly. Like, I, like, they I like Connor. Connor, yeah. I mean, no, I yeah. I, I, he's not one. He's not my favorite, but I do like him talk shit. I know that's, that's I know that's bad, but I, when he is, he's entertaining as fuck to me. I'll tell but you though. I don't uh, think he's the best fighter. Um, now Jordan Mean uh, beat Eric Silva. Talk about uh, a guy who fell off. I mean, Usada beat fucking Eric Silva. Yeah. Uh, I mean, these guys. It's He's cr- having a slump like a. Like- well, because you look at his body before the drug testing and after. It, yeah. it's, it's like the opposite of before and after. You know how yeah. they go before and after. It's after before. Right. It, it's insane. But I. Well, I think also with guys like like that, I mean, again, accusation. I don't. He's never. He has he tested positive. I tested yeah, positive. Right. I don't know. But a lot of times, guys' confidence is built. Confidence is a huge thing. Like talking about Ronda Rousey. Like once that confidence is broken, some people their entire thing is built on their confidence. Okay, you know yeah, what I mean? Right. And and if your confidence is built on, I've got superpowers and super strength, and 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 you you attribute a lot of that to whatever 
shit you're using, if that goes away and you get tested in a fight, boom, you just I drop see it But it's the same thing with stand-up. I see it all, I see it. I see it all the time. I, I see, see people who are super confident and they have no skills whatsoever. Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> like comics that yeah. I could be, I got all this swagger, walk up on stage, yeah, what's up? And then they jokes. Well, you see a lot of comics with like tricks. Like they're really good at like tricking the crowd into thinking that they're telling jokes, but they're not really telling jokes. They're doing cheerleading they're, they're, they're maneuvers. They're cheerleading <laughs> or like, hey man, how, how many ladies in the crowd? Any single people? And then the crowd goes, ah! Yeah, yeah. Or, yeah. or, or they get, or they get, you know, they get laughs on the curse versus like laughs the on the joke. Po- on the joke right. or- I told you I want to be that guy if I do comedy. The hype nice. guy. Yeah, yeah the I hype guy. But yeah. a lot of the hype guys are the ones that are getting the shots right now. Speaking of which, uh, not hype guy, speaking of which, a guy who's not a hype guy, uh, unheralded comedian, uh, guy right next to me, Ian Harris, shot a special. I, yeah, no, I, well, we, we did a show. And I was like, man, I went online and man, you did your thing. He shot a special. And you do like intricate shit that like, I go, how the fuck did he get a laugh off of that? <laughs> like, uh, no, really, you really do. Like, I go, where the fuck did that come from? <laughs> that's like from? a backhanded. Co- how yeah. the fuck no, did he get a no. laugh from that fucking <laughs> bullshit? No, because, okay, no. I could have never done that garbage. Like, that's like you doing a Nostradamus like joke. Like, if people go. Keep digging. And the, No, no, <laughs> shut the fuck up. You know what I mean? Like, if you do a, a reference that tell you go, us, now us. I know that reference, but how the fuck did he have a crowd know that reference? Because a lot, I just. Okay, that right. makes sense. Because his friends are, his crowd is all atheists, uh, uh, science geeks, angry. But, but no, okay. but like, that's, it's hard. Virgins. Like, if you write a joke, you've written jokes before where, well, I know you have. You've written jokes before you go, I don't know if they're going to get this. It happens all Monty the time. Python Especially reference. Especially starting doing comedy in Times Square, no local references uh, at all. And, right. then, and then you go to LA and you're like, yeah, I can get a laugh if I make fun of Glendale or Burbank, but if I go to Texas, the joke's fucking gone. It just dies. You know? so, so to do a reference. So speaking of which, okay, but yeah. for that, so Ian shot a special, he got fucked over, he sold it to Netflix, uh, they, they said they were going to buy it, and then the guy left, then they weren't buying specials anymore. Same shit Finally, Ian put out the special himself. You're like, fuck yes. this. Amazon Prime bought it? Yeah, well, it's um, it, just we're doing, doing the VOD thing right now. Amazon, iTunes, where you can pay, pay-per-view it. And then in February, it'll go to Amazon. February, March, it'll go to Amazon Prime. And it'll go to a couple cable. So how do, okay, so I want to watch this special. Yeah. How, do I, do how, how do I watch this special? So if you go to Amazon, iTunes, Google Play, um, and you can rent it or, or buy it for now for a few months. And um, yeah, so if you just, months, it, it's yeah. called Extraordinary, um, Ian Harris Extraordinary. So if you search it on iTunes or, or, or Amazon, it should pop right now. Up. Is, it, is it about religion or? This one I went a lot more mainstream. So it's. It's just my thing is I'm a skeptic. I'm like a science geek. So my whole thing is, if you don't, if you're, if it isn't proven by science, I make fun of it. That's kind of how I, that's how I, right. how I work. So this one, I, the first one, uh, which you probably saw, the first right. one is is a lot more like what, like you said, how the fuck are they gonna get that? This one is a lot right. more mainstream. And then at the end, I do impressions, which I haven't done in like I hadn't done like ten. 15 Who do you do impressions of? I do impressions of pretty much anybody. But in this one, I do. Um, Shang, I do like fifteen. I do yeah. for Shang. I do. Uh, I do an Adam Hunter impression. Uh, Andrew, um, uh, <laughs> you do an Andrew. No, yeah, see, his Andrew see, is awesome. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen his Andrew. I, I do uh, like to do. Good. I do like to do some uh, some obscure ones, and it's funny because who do you do for real? Like, like in this, I do like I do Dave Chappelle. I do uh, Terrence Howard. I do um, you know. Uh, okay, Howard. a lot of people don't know. Like I've seen. Is that, two comics ever do Terrence Howard. Is that you beating yeah. your girlfriend? Is that what yeah, exactly. No, 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 no. no, I'm serious. I've only seen two <laughs> no, it's, ever. It's funny. When I, I did it, I taped the thing in Santa Cruz, and it's like, white people are like, who's Terrence Howard? Uh-huh. And then I did it with Ty Barnett and I tour, and we did it uh, together, and we did it in Chicago, and it was like a, the crowd was like 90% black, and I got like a standing ovation. So what's your Terrence yeah. Howard? So you can you do Terrence Howard now? Oh, my, you know, 
you know, Terrence Howard, man, do what he talks, <laughs> man. I'm like, hey, hey, bitch. He's hey, hey, mine. Hey, mine. See, hey, I, mine. That, that's the part right there. That's for, uh, and from then, and then Hustle and Flow. And then what's your uh, Chappelle? Well, my, just so it, uh, I'm sick and my voice keeps cracking, so okay. I just actually had to do a show in San Diego, and I was like, this is everybody with a cold. Because I was doing, I was doing somebody, and my voice like completely went, I was like, Nothing right. came out like I'm fucking P- Peter Brown. All right, so your excuses out of the way. All right, excuse. So, uh, man, I'm a, he is <laughs> excuses out of the way, man. This is my Dave Chappelle. That's pretty good. That's I used pre- to open for Dave, and sometimes I'd introduce Dave as Dave, and Dave would be like, "Man, I hate when he does that." <laughs> did you really open for Dave? You did that? Yeah, yeah. That's that's uh, hilarious. We, in, the, in the back in the day, in the punchlines, for some reason, I would always open for I would open for Dave a lot, and it would be like. No MC. It would be me doing 30 and then Dave doing nine and a half hours on the first show. And sometimes it'd be like, it, seriously, it'd be like 1130 and the second show was supposed to start at 10. And he's still on stage going, man, what else is new? And you're like, Dave, get the fuck off the stage. <laughs> yeah, he does those marathons. You know, you said, so I did shows with uh, Dane Cook would do that. And, oh, yeah. And, and like, he got to the point where the, the management literally hated him. Of course. Because they're, they're like, they're fuck, dude, we got to drop the... Checks, yeah. what are you doing? But I mean, to me, Chappelle, I think he feels like, you know, I earned it because I talked to him once about it and he said, hey man, I've been doing this shit so long. I feel like if I want to stay up there for two hours, three hours, I'm doing it. Well, this was before his, his TV show, even. This is like yeah, but he, 2000. But he still had a lot of played in. <laughs> right. I've known him for a long time. And I mean, my, that attitude to me is like, no, just do a, like a short set, kill him, and then out. Well, somebody told me that actually they were telling me first about Chappelle before he, when he was first coming up. They went to the, uh, the punchline in San Francisco, and it was an open mic night, and he showed up in a full clan outfit, right? Uh, yeah, I was, I was there. Was that you who told me yeah. that story? It, it, it might have been. I've heard I've, he, he's done it, apparently, a couple times. Yeah, I guess he showed up to, um, he used to do the, yeah, show up and do, like, clan, clan comedy with the, no one knew it was Dave Chappelle. And then he'd come there, and he'd be like, <laughs> and he'd be like, did it again. Well, I've seen like, that, that day. He'd be like, fuck those, and he would, N-words, and then all of a sudden, you'd see, like, his, like, black hand, which was, like, <laughs> and he said it was the funniest shit they've ever seen in their entire life. Was, yeah, they, they, apparently that was, like, I heard that he did that a few times, that he, that he so, went up on but, stage. <laughs> yeah, but you, so you heard it as well. Is I, that how he got that character, like, the Clayton? Yeah, that's, that's, what I, that's what I heard. But no, he yeah, it, yeah. yeah but he was doing it from that, but actually it's a, a bit from Paul Mooney. I don't know. A lot of people that don't know who Paul Mooney is, but Paul Mooney actually wrote a lot of the top bits that you've seen on Chappelle yeah. was Paul Mooney and Neil uh, Brennan. Brennan. Yeah, Neil Paul Mooney's a very happy guy. Neil Brennan's a great writer. Uh, it's Neil, it's Neil, Neil Brennan, but it was Paul Mooney. That was a bit from Paul Mooney. And the other one was Charlie Murphy. Oh, right. Um, God damn it. Mr. Paul Mooney, by the way. No, I'm sorry, Mr. Paul Mr. Mooney. Paul Mooney. Uh, 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 Mr. Paul Mooney, white uh, boy. Mr. Paul Mooney, motherfucker. <laughs> He's a very happy but, guy. But no, um, uh, when uh, Charlie Murphy, they said that he, he had a lot of input. So, so I mean, like to me, comedy-wise, like, like Adam, we've been on the road, and we've done shows together. It's weird watching comics that I go, that guy's fucking on point. And then I'll see something. That's just going to everybody go give, give me shit. Then I watched Amy Schumer's special. Uh. No, for real, man. I watched it on Netflix. And I thought, what the? It, is the world upside down? It was fucking, okay, I don't care. It was horrible. Yeah. It was horrible. I mean, keep it real. Her Netflix joint was horrible. And then you look at somebody else and go, well, fuck, is this good? Why don't, but can what I, is can it? I also be honest? And again, I mean, I'm, I'm, I get, this is probably why places like Netflix hate me. Because I, I talk shit a lot. I don't mean to talk shit. I just, I'm honest. Half the shit that they're putting up right now, even great comics, their specials aren't good because they're rushing them through. It's like, look, guys, I know that you like Eliza Schlesinger. She doesn't have eight hours of material 
in one year. You don't. Nobody, I, nobody, no, no, I, I, I like her. You're right. It's great. Bill Burr had done a special, and six months later, they gave him another special. Right. George Carlin didn't do a special every fucking but Bill six Burr, months. But Bill Burr can do it. The other Bill Burr, can. Bill yeah, Burr's, even Bill Burr's last one, he said it he wasn't, was, very, wasn't he, very He good. didn't like us. I Louis just did a show with him. last one wasn't very good because it was rushed. And it's not that they're great comics. It's that is it give them a year or two to, to, to flesh Actually, out. But you know what? Also, you know what a lot of these comics also, like Eliza and them, Amy, like when they're preparing a special, like guys like Chappelle, Chris Rock, whatever, they're going to clubs. And they're going to the they're going up after really fucking hard comics, right. and they're working their shit working out. Their, yeah. Other comics are just doing their headlining shows, right? Mm-hmm. So people are just coming to see them. It's right. their audience, and shit's working. That really is like people are just kind of happy that like they're in the presence. They're, oh, of that they see around. them. I see what oh. you. I see what you. So said. they're not really kind of like. Working their going shit. Going to the fucking right. gym. Right. They're not going to a tough gym. They're going to a. They're they're they're, get, they're getting training partners that are basically being told to fucking lie down. Right. Exactly. You know. And Polly Malinaji. And all of a sudden you're like <laughs> right. it's a it's a different it's a different thing. Now Shang, another guy who shot his own special. Yeah. And where can we see the special? Uh, Amazon, same thing, same situation. Um, Netflix went to Netflix. Yeah, we're down, we're down. Uh, new guy came in from Montreal. They switched it around, and it got lost in the sauce. So I'm going with Amazon. No, that's the truth. Amazon, same I'm, exact thing. Same shit. I'm going with um, Amazon uh, Prime, and um, same thing. iTunes, uh, Google Play. Is it up there now? Uh, it'll be February. February. February, cool. and then, uh, but I'm also going to do a month, um, uh, January in demand, because. I, I, their deal, the way they can do their deal is you can do it for a month and then you pull it and it can go on. Now you put your own, I, I saw your special, it's fucking incredible. Thank you. Uh, and uh, both specials are incredible. Your special, like the way it's shot, I mean that, mu- that must have cost you how much out of pocket? 100000 No, no, not even close. Thirty? No, uh, fifty. dollars $51,000 $51, out of pocket. Well, no, I, no, I had two investors. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. So good. my 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 stuff, like, so it's split three ways. But the thing is, for me, I wanted it a certain way, and I know my first one I did before. I just told myself I want to show, well, go back home. I wanted to go back home and do it in New York. I the other one I did in Atlanta, and I just didn't get that same kind of energy. Like New York right. has a certain, yeah. like I I know a lot of people think I'm talking shit about L.A., but L.A. doesn't have that same energy a New York crowd does, and I just wanted to get that crowd. And to me. L.A. has great crowds, but when you go to New York and you hit them in their face with a joke, it's different Yeah, to me. Like, so, to so you had that much production value, and I know your comedy. <clears throat> I know the level, of, the level of energy you bring, and I know the, the level of comedy you bring. So, so you had to so – see, now it's making me a little on – your, on your misery, it's making me feel a little better. Because I was like, man, what, what is it about me that all these people hate? But, but it's crazy to see that the same exact – Exactly. Thing happened. Exactly. Same. Same. Like I, I had a, I had a, what, what basically essential of a, a verbal deal with yeah. them. From I had a, I had a verbal and an email. Yeah. I, sh- I actually sent the email to people and they go, "Fuck you, you got it." I'm like, "Yeah, I got it." And but then when that guy went, they were like, "Well, we're yeah, distancing the one guy left, that guy." And yeah, and, then and they, they said, "Oh, we're not uh, buying stuff now. We're only doing originals." I'm like, yep. "But that's not true." I said, "I go, okay, cool. Well, why don't you put your why don't you put your name on it as producer and right. it's an original? Oh, we don't do it that way." And final question before we stop this uh, co-misery podcast: <laughs> uh, Did you ever bang Lisa Bonet back in the day? No. 
Uh, have I have a couple. I, no, I, I have a couple celebrity. Uh, Back vagina. when you were doing Shang poetry, right? When I was yeah, when I was all earthy and shit. And, and like you went to, you were in New York. You were on Off Broadway. Yeah, I know. I, I I didn't. They came to the show, and I thought I got a shot at her. But then Lenny Kravitz walked in. And I went. I probably won't be knocking yeah. this one down. Yeah. You know, but I, I I think that now, and you know why I became that way because I like it's funny seeing people. But I, I, I'm meeting fighters now, and like that. I'm doing Vegas right after you. I'm doing yeah. the, right Vegas, and, and some of them come to the show, and um, people are like, "Yeah, man, but when you used to do that shit, I'm like, yo, the dudes now compared to the dudes before, fighters now would absolutely walk through any of the fighters from before. Uh, I don't know about that. You know why? Because they they've learned so many different elements before it'd be one yeah. technique, and now you got a wrestler that can fucking. <laughs> knock your head off, and he learns jujitsu, and he get you know it's like it's just too well, much. You can't now. really compare because would the fighters from before have the same amount of training as now? Like you put Kevin Randleman in a gym now with with with, <clears throat> with in his prime with a good at Greg Jackson's, it's yeah, almost like the perfect fighter in some ways. Well, then I think yeah, the old old stuff. You're talking the '90s. I'm talking about, but but yeah, but I the guys I now say that like the guys I, now are I, just I, monsters. Fighting, like I hear this all the time where people's like, you know, five years ago. Um, they're like, yeah, well, the sports passed that guy by. I'm like, really? He was in his prime five years ago. What incredible new advancements in fighting have happened in the last five years? Okay, like, it's the reason just, I disagree like, with you I, on I, that? I get 20 years ago when it was you karate learned, versus jiu-jitsu. Right, but. but if you think about it just cardio-wise, if you think about uh, just cardio and just techniques, the new tech, there's the yeah, techniques. But the guy, the, what's that guy's name, the bear? The, uh, the, the guy fucking, you know, the heavyweight. The, the bear? Uh, I mean, what's his name? Tom, Tom, Tom Erickson? Oh. You put Tom Erickson in any Tom, era. He'd do all right. And he would... No. Do you put him today? Tom Erickson... No. Matt Mitrione... I know exactly. Matt Mitrione tells me that Tom Erickson today... Uh, no, uh, what's the... Mitrione and McCorkle told me Erickson today throws both of them around the gym like fucking little kids. Okay? And Matt Mitrione had a very... Okay. It just... Oh, okay, well, let me ask you now. You, you know the guy that they want to... Uh, heavyweight, he just knocked... Um, Literally knocked his head back. Yeah, you're talking about Engano. Engano, who's a fucking that, <laughs> month, that that was one of the craziest, like right, the right, scariest right. It looked like thing it, it, ever. Yeah, I thought he was dead. It looked like yeah. Friday with Debo and uh, <laughs> yeah, it did. It yeah. like when he fell up. Right. I'm, I'm saying like guys like that. I watched uh, a footage of him training and how scientific it is. How they how he like, how he the turn the short. I mean, it's so much more complicated, and they they got so much more advanced. Yeah, I put. Now. I, I think Prime Fedor knocks his head off. Yeah, but, but see, the thing uh, is, no, I don't know. I guess I guess from my perspective, I, I, all the stuff I see, people that they say is new advancements and whatever. I feel like yeah. we like we've been doing that for like fifteen years. We don't, so like, we what, don't, we don't know how good Engano is going to be. Fedor, no, I think I think Prime Mark Coleman. Beats any one of these guys when they got rid of headbutts. Like, <laughs> I just, well, yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. I Col- mean, Coleman would yeah, we would take him down. He would hurt him. Uh, prime Mark Coleman. No, 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 no. Wait it, a minute. But a, this dude, oh, uh, he just showed. He just showed. He showed. Prime it was BJ Penn him. beats any one of these fifty-fivers. Uh, prime BJ Penn. I agree with that. Yeah, really? Prime BJ Penn. I, I, think, yes. I think I think BJ Penn. Something's wrong with him mentally, and I don't think he trains the way he does. I don't know what if he's got so some other kind of get, problems. He gets tired. He gets old. I know. But man, that dude. Technically, physically, yeah. uh, dude. That there guy, was like three, four years where he was unbeatable. There his, was like his power is. There was like yeah, maybe his, two years. But that insane. guy would beat anyone now. That same guy would beat Prime, anyone now. Prime BJ. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Prime the, BJ. The, the, the BJ. The BJ that the walked through Matt Hughes yeah. would beat anybody right now. Yeah. And, and then Prime BJ. I mean, I mean, okay, that didn't fuck my head up. I didn't see that coming either. When I, I mean, I didn't. Matt Hughes. To me, Matt Hughes. I was. I was at that fight live. 
Are you serious? I was at that party oh, a lot. Fuck, and man. I was like, and I remember my wife and I were there. We were there with all like BJ's cousins from Seattle and shit. And the and fucking center. Prime Sakuraba gets people fucking Prime Sakuraba still gets everyone problems. And the Gracie Killer back in it. I oh, mean, dude. Sakuraba was the but shit. But you don't yeah. think that some of these young guys, I mean, athlete, I understand they're athletically, you, I, I understand they're just bananas. I, I understand what you're saying, but I, I understand what you're saying. But, you, but then you have to go and, well, would those guys back in the day have the same training? Like if you put like, 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 like we said, you, you take a guy like uh, Kevin Jackson, okay, who lost in 30 seconds to Ken Shamrock or Frank Shamrock. Frank Shamrock, Frank Shamrock. Frank Shamrock. 13 Shamrock. seconds. In 13 yeah. seconds, right? But a prime Kevin Jackson, okay, in a real MMA camp, with a re- yeah, actually, like AKA, or AKA or ATT or whatever it is. fucks people up. I mean, just runs through people. Uh, I don't know. I, I think a lot of these younger guys athletically are just – off the charts. But you dude. have to think also the craziness factor of these guys knowing that they're not getting any fucking money and, and how tough those guys were. It, there uh, is something with the athleticism, but athleticism doesn't doesn't mean that you've got now. I mean, yeah, the but guys I mean, now. You, there are crazy athletic guys, but right. you also have to have guys that are crazy athletic and hard workers and aren't afraid to get in there and do it. And there is something to be said about toughness and heart that that trumps. All that. J- Josh shit. Barnett would tell me he would call people. He would go on the internet and be like, "Hey, you look tough. You live in my neighborhood. Let's meet at my local YMCA and fight in the in the weight room." And and get in the, and his first twenty fights were in YMCA weight rooms, which is him fighting. No, I mean, people. No, level like, of tough. <laughs> like, no, level of tough. But the, the old school, I'd say, got that they they were out of control. But I'm saying, I've seen really level of tough guys. Gary Goodwin go against should, really technically sound course, like, athletic guys yeah. and get just fucking but Gary Goodrich, destroyed. Yeah, Gary dude. Goodrich was losing a fight. Okay, he took the guy's cup, moved it out of the way, grabbed his nuts. This is a fucking professional arm wrestler and squeezed the guy's ball sack till he tapped, and he fucking won that way in in Brazil. Henzo Gracie told me he got stabbed during a fight. He was he was against the cage and somebody stabbed him from outside the cage. Yeah, okay, no, and he no. still won the fight. Okay, so no. let's, let's one guy got his arm ripped off. If he'd only knew Krav Maga, Sorry. <laughs> he got his arm ripped off. Decided after that, still arm barred the other guy. By the way, I, I started taking Krav Maga because I got like six months free. Right, and and we're practicing low kicks. Right, me and this kid, and and it's. You know, we're not we're having no shin pads or anything. We're right. just basically doing low kicks real light. Right. This fucker starts going hard on my fucking leg, which I just had ACL surgery. I'm like, so I'm like, I hate, I'm like, dude, ease up. And, he, and I can tell the guy felt tough. Like, right. like uh, then we went like grappling on the ground. And I, he was like, oh, I can't move. I can't. Well, you're, you're really good. I'm like, because we were actually supposed to go right. like half live. The right. guy said, but I hate when you're drilling with somebody. And they decide to go. Especially with- low kicks. We're just practicing technique. I right. mean, literally technique. And this fucker's putting. Lighten uh, you up? Not lighting me up, but going hard. I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, we're, we're doing no. What are you proving here? By no, the way? We're not. I'm, I'm, <laughs> we're not sparring. Right. We're not like. Have you ever come in that kind of happening? all the time, all the time? I, the, and and some people, some people, I just think, a they don't even know what they're doing and they're off. I had a guy, a kid, come in one time, and um, you know, I, I don't know why I let him roll. This was years ago, but he he looked like he had done. He was kind of athletic and a little off. Um, and I I don't know if, if he had done something before, but but not really much, you know. And he was like. Oh, taking an MMA class, like, you know, with a bunch of amateurs and, you know, just regular people. It wasn't like a team training kind of thing. So uh, I let him, you know, we did a class and I let him roll a little bit. I'm like, you, you comfortable? He's like, yeah, I'll roll. So I just kind of, kind of go easy, kind of figure it out. And somebody caught him in something, like an arm bar, like a girl. 
And the dude picks her up and goes to like, and he wasn't like a big guy. Like he was smaller than me, but he was, you know, probably 150 pounds, 140 pounds. He was and spiking he like, the fucking He's going to slam her on the head. And I was like, whoa, 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 was dude, what are you doing? Montana's? Yeah. Oh, no. And, and he goes, he goes, what, what, what? I go, dude, you, ne- you never fucking slam somebody. And he goes, oh, okay. I go, just, how do you not know that? Anyway, I go, but especially you're going to slam this. He goes, I'm sorry. I go, all right. So we switched. I go, you just, just roll with me from now on. So I caught him in a try. I was going like, Really easy, just like so. Okay, now, okay, now move out of here. Go, and I caught him in a triangle, and he picks me up. Oh to god, slam me, and I go, and I'm like, dude, I, I think he actually slammed me. He goes, I go, dude, what did I tell you? And he's like, oh, okay, okay. So we kept rolling. I swear to you, in my life, I caught him in another triangle, and he picks me up and just slams me. So I just held on and choked him unconscious. And then when he woke up, I kicked him out. I'm like, dude, what? Three times. And it's but like, think, he didn't get it. I'm like, what is wrong with this somebody come, like, I remember, uh, uh, you know, this is old school. Uh, as a PKA, Frank Freeman. People used to come off the street. He used to invite people off the street. You really think you could take me? And we would be in class watching. And he would invite just the toughest dude off the street and just beat the shit out of him <laughs> just to show them. Where is this in New York? No, in Pittsburgh. In Pittsburgh. When I was going to school in Pittsburgh. And he would literally invite. It was his uh, House of Champions, Big Jim. And I was like... I had just started, and I was so amazed that he was, like, fighting street fighters, and I was like, that's the difference. Yeah. Like, some but, people... But, but, but he would always do, come in. But you were that's nice about it. I got 10,000 street fights. But never you were lost. nice about right, it. You let, him get, you let him give two passes. Frank Freeman be like, nope. That, this, that's a very dangerous game, though, letting anyone come off the street. No, yeah. but, I mean, like, I, you know what, though? We used to do that all the time. About, really? about four Where, times. In, uh, in New York? Yeah, this place, New Generation Karate. We used to do, like, <laughs> Wednesday night MMA, and anyone that wanted to come spar. Four times spar. I've seen him do that. Anyone. Did, anybody. Did, did the instructor ever lose? Or? Oh, people come and beat some people, yeah. About yeah. the times I, would, I, saw. I would fight guys right off the street. Those weren't probably guys right off the street. Off the those st- are guys who were coming because they knew it was MMA sparring. Some guys train. literally would walk in. They'd be like, you know, is this a gym? And I'm like, come and train. Let's come and grapple. And I'm like, we, had, we had a guy do that, and, and we're like, we would always do that. Just like, okay, sign a waiver. Yeah. And we had a guy go in, and he was like, 30 seconds in, <sighs> swinging like crazy, dying. And afterward, he called, he called and was telling one of the guys, that he's like, I'm going to do that again. That was bullshit. I can't believe you guys did that. He goes, y'all didn't give me no water. That's why I lost. Y'all didn't give me no water. I was dehydrated. If I wasn't dehydrated, man, I would have kicked your ass. Hilarious. If I had I was, more moisture. I was, in a, I was in a boxing class, like a, a class, a bo- at New York Sports Club, and this little black dude came in, and he comes in, and he's like, puts on his gloves, he goes, I want to fight you so bad. So I was fucking pushing, and we're like in a class. I'm like, uh-huh. I'm like, what is wrong with this guy? And my instructor's like, you could fuck him up. But, but I was like, I'm not... What am I gonna What am I gonna chance this for? What, right. what do I have to prove at at, at twelve o'clock right. on fifty third and eighth in a fucking boxing class? You know. But, so, okay. but no, I was saying, like you said, when you see the difference, that's that that made me realize the difference because what I was doing, I was the guy with the gi, like back in the day that like the you, know, you are the last dragon, right? And then and I I knew I could do a little bit and I won a couple a fights. Tie-mack. Yeah, I was basically that guy until I ran into a guy that really knew his shit. And the only reason I got serious and my dad made me get serious because I got my ass kicked. He said, you need to have a real class, not the shit you're doing in the fucking park. Yeah. Right? This shit, what are you doing it in the park? And I was like, that's what made me serious. But I'm telling you, this dude, Frank Freeman, and I don't know if he's, even if he's still alive, this motherfucker would house people. He would just hit them with like a fucking kick it in their kidney and go, that's, that's, that's what's happening. And he would literally talk to him while he's doing it. There, there was a kid one time at, at a 10th line at Burbank uh, when I was there, and uh, this guy came up, the, the guy, this fucking jack dude was like, hey, can I, can I roll with you guys? And the instructor was like, sure. 
Have you ever rolled before? He's like, I used to do NHB, and that's when you knew he was serious. Because like, if you even know what NHB is, Valetudo. Yeah, and the dude, (laughs) dude he was doing simple uh, arm triangles and just fucking people up quickly. Like, I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? I'm key locks. Yeah, he was doing key locks and arm triangles. I was like, whoa. He's like, yeah, I took a couple years off. What's your name? Oleg Tuktarov. Okay then. All right. Well, you get out of here. But you you, now let me ask you this because I because we haven't I haven't done this show in a while. Do you think that the fighting because Adam got mad? Do you think that it's worse because of the new they bought him out? Because a lot of my friends on because we go out we go at it on Twitter. I talk shit on Twitter, and he says that they think the UFC is no, shit. I think now you have way because, better. I think you have way better athletes now in MMA because you have all these college wrestlers. Uh, that never had anything to do like like oh shit where do I go? But now football players that are like you know junior college or, or division two that are never going to be in the NFL. One of the reasons I quit wrestling in, in college was like where am I? I'm not making the Olympics. Right. Where am I going with this? If, if, if there was MMA as a thing, I, I definitely would have been like you know what? Let me take a jiu-jitsu class. Let's see right. how I do. So it's a, it's a whole. You have all those people. But you got really good wrestlers but, that are coming in though. Oh, you have amazing. You have so, you have Ed so Ruth. That, you have you have you have gold medalists. You don't yeah. you don't. You have fucking Henry Cejudo. I mean, you have guys. So, yeah, I think that the quality of athlete is better. Right. I do think that uh, the product is a little watered down because you have now you have on any different channel. You you have like Saturday night. I I was watching or Friday night. You had uh, access TV fights. And then you and then you had. But they're super popular. Two UFCs back to back. Two UFCs. But they're super popular, though. It's popular, but. It's hard for fans to keep up. Like right. I mean, you so, think so? Oh fuck yeah! I know oh, so, man. Because I, I know that, that I looked at some of the ratings on some. Who's of those the shit. champion right now at one? No, I don't. I don't know. That. Who's the champion? Who's the one thirty-five champion? For for access? Or the UFC. Don't know. Oh, that's sure. my point. And, and you're a fan. And I'm a fan. Yeah. Th- that's TJ tells you. One thousand percent my my point. Well, okay. they don't put correct. No, but certain people I think don't get the same push because maybe they're no, not but as no. Cri- but, okay, who's they the cha- might not be as charismatic. Okay, or, who's the champion at one fifty-five? There's two. There's two. All right, who's the one? Uh, who's the 205 pound champion? I don't. Okay, the point is you're an MMA podcast. You know more than most, and you don't know that Cormier is the fucking champion. That is my point, okay? Uh, a couple of years ago, everybody knew who the champions were, okay? Everyone knew that Anderson Silva was a champion. I didn't know Everyone, it was so far. I didn't, for some reason, I ran a blank on that. Okay, but, okay. Well, the point is, is that this. You think it's, it's, it's too saturated or. It, for me, I mean, it's a bit saturated. For me, you, you, you it's it, a little bit, but it doesn't bother me because that just gives opportunities for my For guys. me, no. I don't think because I love it and I'll watch it and this is a show and we make a living on it or we make money on it and yada, yada, yada. But for the, for the product, fuck yeah. But I also, I also think the mistake though, it's like I think we talked about this with social media stuff before where people – it's the same kind of thing where, where the industry now thinks that, oh, you've got X amount of Twitter followers. Therefore, that's going to translate to – one million views every night on your sitcom. It's like it's a completely different medium. Yeah. And I think where, where the UFC might be going wrong is, oh, we get X amount of views on these big pay-per-views. How come we're not getting the same views on our Fox Sports card at 9 in the morning from China? And it's like, guys, like, don't expect to get the same number. I mean, I don't think they do, well, but I've heard them say stuff like, oh, the ratings are really low. It was on 9 in the morning on Fight Pass. What do you expect? Like, it was take delay, too. Yeah, yeah, it's like all, all I things. watched it well, live. Let me, but let, it was let me ask you this: Do you, don't you think that? I mean, I, like my friends think it's shit now. Completely think uh, it's shit now. Did you ask your own question? No, to, to me, I not to me though. I, I actually like the fact is a different 
other than the UFC, seeing different camps and different people come in that didn't get a shot at UFC, and maybe they will get a shot eventually on UFC, but a lot of those guys come out of nowhere. So you got to give them a shot at something. No, I like I, I love people it because I, I love it going, I, they need that. They, I love it because I love the sport, but but I do think that um, they got to get a shot. But from you somewhere. also have to like. I mean, there's this fucking like like Andre Harrison who's 17 and 0 right now has a win over Lance Palmer, Cole Harbrack, Steven Seiler. He's not getting a fucking call. He's in the he's the PFL champion, right? Like, but he's not getting a call. But but. You know, fucking Wang Chung is, sure. uh, who's fucking four and two because he happens to be from Shanghai. You can't. That but, doesn't, it, but it's business. That, that doesn't uh, happen in the NBA. I, I am bummed that no, there it are doesn't. Some, You're right. right I am bummed point. that there are some people that I'm. I'm never gonna see. Um, no, no, I draw a blank. Who's the the, the wrestler? Uh, see, I just Nathan draw a blank. Ben Askren. Never gonna yeah. see Ben Askren fight. In the, against the highest level people. Yeah, it's like I, and that really pisses me off. Of course. I'm never going to see of Ben Askren fight. Like, All right. I, I think the business right now, I think the business side of it fucks over everything. I think it's with, the same with comedy, with music, with everything. But with fighting, that was the one th- The reason that I, I was a fan of UFC, other than when I was doing PKA, I was like, okay, they're taking it to another level. And I was like, this is amazing. But to me, a lot of the fighters that fought because they just are want to fight you don't see as many of those yeah like that that like i'm a fighter you'll, you'll still see them yeah but you don't see as many well, you don't see as many you got you got you got to look at uh, at all the uh, brazilians and the, and the people from uh well yeah but you just Dagestan, said that but that's Dagestan, uh, but, but, oh, Dagestanis. <laughs> yeah but i'm saying that no like where you like like you said they like they would invite them to the gym <laughs> You don't see that now. Now they're like, no, I'm planning it. I'm going to go. Oh, up. Yeah, of course. I'm going to talk shit. Of and I'm going to get on. Yeah, well, before yeah, it was like, I just enjoy also, fighting. Why do fighters have, why do they get allowed to say who they fight? That's like the fucking Lakers saying, oh, we're not playing the Clippers this year. Yeah. Like, you don't get a fucking chance to say, no, no, no. I, we're, we're, we're fucking holding out for the Warriors. Like, right. what? Yeah. It, it's fucking weird. Anyway, uh, what do you have coming up, Shang? Oh, um, just the road, the, the special Shang is Shangri, uh, live from New York. That's the name of it, Shangri. Like, what club? What the road? Oh, the fuck, man. I'm, I'm doing the L.A. Uh, Comedy Club in Vegas. I'm doing, I'll be at the Improv in Irvine tomorrow, and then I'm um, doing the um, L.A. Comedy Club, and then Tommy T's in Rancho Cordova, and then Pleasanton, and then I'm at the uh, Levity Live in Oxnard. I come back home, and then I do Levity Live. Ian, what about you? Uh, I'm doing uh, uh, January 25th through 28th in uh, Arizona. I'm doing stand up live in Phoenix. Great room. And then yeah, it's a cool room. Yeah. And then um, and I'm doing a couple like little small theater things. Cottonwood, Arizona, Flagstaff. And then I'm doing a, a like a rock venue called 191 Tool down in Tucson. Four nights. And then um, yeah, that's the most the most imminent thing. And then yeah, the comedy special on. Uh, on um on Amazon. Amazon and what and do I that. search for on Amazon? To search Ian Extraordinary, Ian Harris Extraordinary on Amazon or iTunes. And then I, you can also go to my IAN. Yes. You can also go IanHarrisComedian.com and everything's on. Yeah, go to the website I am Shang and it had I just put a new clip up and it's right on the front page. So if you get a chance and comedy comedy wise, I want as many people I I know this sounds bad. I've been dissing a lot of internet comics, but yo, come see it live cuz live it's such a different ball game. Than just seeing a, a YouTube clip of some guy that's funny for like two minutes. You got to see somebody stretch out and do like 35, 40 minutes to see what we really do. And Andrew, what do you got coming up? Uh, me? Uh, well, I just shot a show with Eve Edwards. We're going to put out this new like fight show uh, that comes out this week. Uh, What's it called? The Thug Jitsu Master and Squid Show. <laughs> 
kind of crazy. That's like a cartoon. Yeah, it, that, it does it, sound it, like it's all like the something. branding of it is like very cartoon. It sounds like, like a total. Cartoon. We got that, and then we're doing the. We have the show called Fight Party Live. It's kind of a fight companion uh, we do on Pluto TV. We're doing that for the New Year's card or the the New Year's Eve Eve card. Any more glory? Events? I will be commentating Glory February 16th for in uh, Chicago, and then I'm doing Smash Global in L.A. on February 28th. Nice. So, nice. Yeah. I will be at the L.A. Comedy Club at the Stratosphere December 25th to the 31st. Hit me up to get on the guest list. Uh, also, the first week of January, I'm in uh, Pachanga, Pachanga Casino. That's a good gig, too. Uh, the second week, January 12th, 13th, I'm at the Comedy Palace in San Diego. Third week, I am in Seattle at the Comedy Underground. Uh, that's the 18th, 19th, 20th. And then I'm in um, uh, Calgary the last week of January in Calgary in uh, the Comedy Cave in yeah. Calgary. Uh, thank you. Uh, thank you, everyone, for being on the show. Uh, thank you, Deanna Bennett. Uh, yes. Don't send her dick pics. Okay. <laughs> uh, and thank you, Pluto <laughs> TV. Thank you, Andrew, for hooking us up. Right. Uh, take care and have a great week. The fact that you're closing with and don't and don't send her dick pics. Tuli sans to hook chum dorpo zan. Tada stotan dorpo da borotai.